Hello everybody, welcome to Two Gamer Dads. Today, okay, you already know no Muff and I, so today we just want to introduce our very special guest, our good friend, John Ong. Hi, John. Hey. Hi, guys. So, uh, maybe just start hey. with uh, just introducing yourself. Up to you, la, how you want to introduce yourself, what you want to share. Uh, yeah, so I'm John, uh, John Ong, and uh, I do music for a living. I'm a composer, um, and uh, I've also known uh, these guys for a long time. Um, we have spent a lot of time together in virtual realms um, on many adventures, um, and uh, yeah, just just uh, great to be here, and uh, you know, just great to hang out with you guys again. Yeah. Actually, how long have you known John? Since when? Uh, Legion. Right? Or oh, is it Legion? Probably, I would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I so, ask? I, I can't remember who brought you in. Uh, uh Ian did. Ian, Ian Kwan. Ian was oh. the one. Yeah. yeah. At least you heard that. Uh, it's Kwan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you know, you don't want to cause another <laughs> more trouble, right? <laughs> what's What's your gamer name, uh, John? Okri. Yeah. Oak. Yeah, it was Oak. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is there a history behind that name? Uh, it was actually a randomly generated uh, name from another <laughs> game that I just kept. For, oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What game was it? Uh, it was a Star Wars mobile game. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I remember so you, were playing, you were playing that mobile game before you came to WoW. Was it yeah, Galaxy yeah, yeah. of Heroes? Is it Galaxy of Heroes? Is that what it's called? No, no, it was a... Uh, uh, like a Diablo style type of slasher thing. Uh, it's oh. you, you're basically like a. Uh, initially, you're just like a bounty hunter, but then eventually they added a lightsaber and you can become a Jedi and stuff. But <laughs> then eventually the game uh, closed down because it was bleeding money or something like that. It was a small company that I think mm. was in in uh, over its head. <laughs> like it got mm. too popular and it couldn't sustain it. Um, Suffering but, from uh, success. I forget the name of I forget the name of the game now. But yeah, it was it was it was fun. It was fun to do. Um, there were guilds and you know it was, it was just yeah it was just Star Wars. You know how much did you spend? Yeah. How much did you spend on it? I don't, I don't think I spent any money on it. Actually. Wow! I just paid a lot. I paid a lot. Yeah. That's why. That's why they. That's why they went bust. They didn't have enough microtransactions for you to spend. They had. They had a lot actually. They had uh, pe- you know what you call whales. People who would just pour yeah. money into a game. Yeah, there were a few whales, and one spent so much money that they got a. Oh, he got a shout out from the from the devs on like an update screen. You wow. know, um, he saved the the rebellion or something like that. Like that was. Oh, his, you know? <laughs> yeah. oh no! I remember. I remember that thinking like, oh my gosh, how much did this guy spend on this game? Hey, that yeah. you know, he got he got written into the, you know, the expedition. But it was apparently like a legit uh, sec- uh, what do you call it? Sanctioned canon like uh, story. Um, oh. So it, it talked about the, the sisters, uh, what do you call them? You know the ones in the, the latest Jedi Outcast? The, the Night Sisters. Jedi Outcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it talked about the Night Sisters and all that stuff. So it was all like uh, uh, approved at the time, you know. Um, mm. so, so it was a bummer that it, it, it went away. But yeah. Is this pre, that, uh, yeah. pre, pre like Disney Star Wars? Uh, was Legion? It was before Legion, so was that pre? Was that I think pre it was Disney? first. It was no, the first one? Radio. no, it's not pre. It's should be post. Yeah, it's post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was after the first one. I think it was in between or something like that. 
Because each movie, mm. I think, took a few years to come out, right? So, mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Legion was in 2016, so... We've yeah. known John... Star Wars was like, twin, oh, for five years? Yeah, we've known John for five years. Oh. Yeah. F- feels a lot longer, though. Only five years, yeah. right? Yeah. Did we know him before? Yeah. I mean, I, I think... Chu, you should know, know him before, right? I knew him... Yeah. 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 I knew Liz first. That's, that's a... Yeah. In church. So the real friendship yeah. is Liz. Okay, let's get Liz on. Yeah. John, you can't stop. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get her on. <laughs> Good luck, I guess. Not going to happen, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want to move us to a little bit of a different topic. Not not strictly gaming or music related, but have you guys been watching the Olympics? Yep. Yes. Okay. So out of all the... what What is your... What have you been watching? Uh, oh, me, um, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we, we, we enjoy watching all kinds of different things. Um, obviously the big, the big events, like the swimming stuff we've watched, um, mm. I, I enjoy kind of like the, you know, the, the quieter events. We watched some archery, um, BMX, uh, which was fun, yeah. uh, skateboarding, um, yeah. which I can appreciate this will relate to the channel, I guess, because I used to play a lot of Tony Hawk. <laughs> um, back in the day so I can appreciate the skateboarding stuff so that was fun to watch I think it's the skateboard- it's skateboarding's first time at the Olympics this year yeah as yeah. well so it was, a, it was a big moment for uh, the skateboarding culture and everything so Tony Hawk was there um, to oh was he? but not yeah, much yeah, meeting he, right? no he's he's way too old but he did like a warm up he's like, he like 40 plus run. Right? yeah maybe older I think because his son is I think in his 20s or something now yeah uh, his son's name is Riley and, and he's a and is he, he's is a he, very is much he, grown man is he doing skateboarding as well yeah 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 he does skate yeah but different style from Tony Hawk so Tony Hawk is a is a bowl like a half pipe skater type of thing yeah. he does all the air big air tricks the son is a street skater street. if I remember correctly yeah okay so like yeah. a lot of like on the on the ground more grinds on the rails and everything yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so it's like two different worlds so at the Olympics they, it's all street skating yeah Oh, okay. Yeah. So they don't have any bowl or half pipe at all at the games. I, I don't. I thought I saw one, but from from what I saw from the finals and everything, it was all street, and they would they would treat it like gymnastics, where you would do one one um, oh. obstacle, you know, yeah. and then you get graded for how you perform on that one obstacle, and and then your best score will be taken. So you can try multiple times, mm. uh, and then your best score will be taken. Do they? How do they? Because gymnastics work. I I just found this out recently. Gymnastics works on a deduction basis, so they take they start you off with ten points, and for every fault you do, and it can be the a fault is like let's say if you don't arch your feet, let's say if you arch your feet instead of flexing it, that's like zero point one, and they deduct it off that. Is that the same for skating? You think? Uh, I think it's cumulative. I think it's oh. cumulative. Yeah, but okay. I don't. I you know I I don't know all the intricacies of that. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was it was interesting to watch because apparently the 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 one who this guy from the US who was supposed to win who was world number one he got sixth place or something like that. Whoa! So, yeah, so as in he quite, like quite upset. Bomb out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he bombed out. He he couldn't land like he kept trying again and again to to land a, oh, a grind on this on this uh, uh, rail railing. Yeah, and yeah. It, it he just couldn't land it. Yeah, so. So it's always like that, I guess, with uh, yeah. with sport and stuff. Who, who yeah, performance won? stuff, right? Uh, a, a Japanese guy actually. Nihon Jin, Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got they got home ground advantage, lah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It was very hot apparently, so I don't know if I guess if that's home ground advantage, you know, you can. It's like how Japan beat um China in the mixed doubles table tennis, right? They beat the oh, favorite. But there are no there are no fans to give the feeling of uh, you know home yeah. ground advantage anymore in my in my opinion. So maybe this But it's this, not just the fans, la, right? Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's just the place or like being the food like, or it's like being on your own soil and and they get, they get they can send ev- an athlete every event, right? Because they're the host country. Uh, Even oh, though I don't know about this, I, I, sure. I think they do. Yeah. Like, if you're the host country, you can send an athlete for each event. Of course, they because I think you have to qual- usually you have to qualify for the Olympics, right? And they have a qualification depend on the sport. They have qualifications at every level. Uh, but then, I if I'm not wrong, at the Olympics, you can send as a host country, you can send an athlete. But of course, whether they bomb out in the heats or not is a separate issue. Uh, oh yeah, so Chris says the Japanese won both the men and women skating events. Wow. Yeah. Were they? Okay. I I want to know whether they were even like were they totally dark horse or were they like like world number three or number four? Because then everybody expects you to get it anyway. Oh, I don't know about that. that. I don't know. I know. I think they were dark horse for skating. I don't think they were expected to win the skating. Uh, the mm. the not not skating the skateboarding. Sorry, I know yeah. skateboarding. They weren't expected to win, um, but I don't know about the skating events. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so have you played Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two, the new ones? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. Um, <laughs> it's on my it's on my list of of things to revisit. But I guess it will never be the same because I played it on a place was it the console one? was it playstation or it's something one, yeah one of one of the old ones yeah when the graphics were like super twee right uh, but i mean you know it's it's relative you know you, you your memory i mean back then it, back then it was awesome lah, right yeah so your memory of it is as though you're you're playing a game now you know in a sense of like not maybe an rtx level game but like you know just a, a regular yeah. 1080p game it, 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 it i remember it that way um so yeah i haven't revisited it yet and I know it won't be the same. So I'm maybe I'm maybe I'm subconsciously, you know, mm. happy to leave it as it is. <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah, it's like me trying to go and play Halo now. Do you know the story, John? Do you know the story? Do you know the story? The Halo story with me. No. So so I've never played Halo. Have you played Halo? Do you play Halo have, when you were a kid? Okay. So no, I've never only played Halo. Recent times, yeah. Yeah. So I've never played Halo before. And you know how our, our circle of friends, like, I think everybody has played Halo. Or at least everybody from our age group has played Halo, right? Um, I, I guess. So, so you know the Master Chief collection came out recently? I think it was like no. last month, right? Mm. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, no. Last, as in, they, they, they released it in waves. Now. So, like, I think Reach came out last year. But oh. then, like, every few months, they would introduce, like, Halo yeah. 1, Halo 2. So, Halo so I bought now the collection last, last month because it was on sale. Steam sale, lah. And oh. they had all the remastered versions. And then Ian, I said Ian Chu, he bet that yeah. I wouldn't make it through Halo 1. So okay. I played one hour of remastered Halo 1 and then I stopped. I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> then I closed the thing. Oh, okay. Like, it's so bad. You what can't even sprint. Oh. You can't even sprint. You There's no ADS, I think. Okay. Right? There's no uh, aim downsides, right? No. no, not in Halo 1. Yeah. So I was like, how is this? Uh, how is this like the greatest game of all time? <laughs> no, there's ADS, but not for your assault rifle, not for your. Yeah, rifle. some of them like Yeah, correct, correct. But yeah, I remember there was no sprint also. Yeah, but I, I like what you said. Like, I mean, I guess at that time, you know, 
How, yeah. how many years is it? Like at the time it was very cutting edge. I mean, you look at the graphics yeah. that you see now, it's it's still pretty awesome, I think, you know. But so imagine back then, it would have been, you know, like a like a really cutting edge thing to run, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, la, yeah, la. Yeah. yeah, I know. What about Muff? What have you been watching? Um, Just the stuff that Singaporeans are in, la, right? Table tennis, <laughs> swimming, okay, yeah. badminton. Yeah. I mean, Except sailing, uh, you're probably the, watching sailing. No, the rowing was damn boring. <coughs> I <Yeah>. mean, <laughs> it was so boring. But yeah, um, I've watched other stuff as well, Like, um, cause cause Sherilyn, my wife, she likes uh, volleyball, so we were watching volleyball Ooh. the other day. And then, so have yeah. you watched volleyball, like Olympics volleyball? I have. Yep. So I've never watched volleyball in my life. It's my first time watching. <laughs> An actual okay. volleyball match Like a professional volleyball match It was oh, very wow. funny because There's this Like in the team right and There's this like one One lady It was yeah. women's lah So one of the One of the women's like She's wearing a different colour like, Yeah The libero Yeah And she's super short Yeah She's like At their You know at their shoulders Yeah They are like one hit Or more taller than her And then when they huddle oh. right <laughs> she's, she's like at their chest level And then you can only see Like the top of her head It's like a little kid <laughs> Damn cute But I realised that I realised that she, That that person can be Super vital Because they're like The defender yeah. right Yeah he's yeah. a defensive specialist uh, Chris Chris is saying like Please go and watch Haikyuu I guess it's the Yeah anime, right? Yeah It's such an awesome anime I tell you when you watch that You'll be like Oh I want to watch more volleyball <laughs> Okay but it was okay. interesting I enjoyed it okay. I think it was USA Versus I can't remember. I can't remember what was the other team. I watched yeah. like two sets. Yeah. And then I went to play FMB, uh, Flesh and Blood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been, uh, I've had an epiphany in, in these Olympic games. Firstly, I, I'm just inter- I'm just very interested by how some countries you never thought are good at certain sports. Then they come in and you're like, huh? I didn't know this country was, was good at it. But I realised that, okay, firstly, I had an epiphany recently when I watched the weightlifting because I'm a I'm a I like oh, yeah. I'm a I've been watching so I enjoy watching yeah. professional weightlifting right yep. so yep. I don't know if John knows but the elite weightlifters in most classes are the Chinese like the Chinese are favored to win the gold in almost every weight class okay I didn't know so that. yeah so when you watch the weightlifters how the weightlifters work is that they the the weight on the bar the weight on the barbell there's only one barbell that everybody lifts it only goes up. So let's say if within within the three of us, uh, let's say Marv says he's going to lift 100 kilos. And then you say you're going to lift 110. And I say I'm going to lift 120. Right? So that means basically between the two of you, you guys will lift first. Right? I won't even touch the bar until I'm ready to lift my heavy weight. So I had an epiphany recently, which is I realized that every athlete at the Olympic Games, right? Every athlete is like world class. They are on the top of the game. Like we, we can't even begin to comprehend how elite they are. It's just that in the in the face of total like dominance by other athletes who are at the top of their game, they seem like you know like, you see the swimmers, they're like you see some of the slower swimmers. Like Joseph Schooling swam at what, 53 mm. for seconds for the hundred meter fly. Like that's it's slow compared to the other athletes, but it's like no one in Singapore will do swim 53 second for the flight. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. And then so I, that's my first level of athlete. Everybody is really good. Then you have of course the athletes which are the podium winners, right? Who will are elite at their sport. They're elites even among the elites. 
but they have maybe some wiggle room that people can kind of chase after them a little bit. But then it, the reason why I bring the weightlifting is because they are athletes like uh, there's this guy called Shu Ziyong. He's a Chinese weightlifter. He lifts at the 73 kilo class, weight class. Okay, um, what is your so, weight class, by the way? Just to get a perspective. I, I'm like 81. Okay, <laughs> I'm heavier than his. But he lifts yeah. like three, double my, 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 my weight. So he's lighter than me and he lifts double he my weight. double, I see. <laughs> yeah, but the funny thing about him is that he's on a different level. So there are the elite levels who podiumed. He's not even chasing other people. He's chasing his own world record. Like he's... I see. Everybody is... He's tw- he lifts 20 kilos more than all the other athletes. So before he even lifted his first weight, you get three lifts, la, three attempts. Yeah. Everybody had finished their lifts. So between the two of us, let's say we, we lift ready. And then basically you just come out and lift one time and you already beat us just with your first lift. Yeah. So I was just... Wow. I, I realized that there are some people who are really so dominant that it's not even comparable. Yeah. Sure, I just got reminded that there's someone in Singapore who swam faster than 53 seconds. Oh, oh to, uh, Kwa Tung Wen, right? <laughs> okay, sorry, shout out to Kwa Tung Wen. I'm He's so like, sorry. am I a joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kwa Tung Wen. We, we love you as well. Okay, okay. So, uh, so regarding weightlifting, right? So, yeah. it's... Uh, International Weightlifting Federation weight classes. So, Ian, you would be at the 80, 81. 81. That means yeah. you have to be below 81 kg. Yeah, I'm 80 kilos. Yeah, there's I'm another 80. category at 89, which is non Olympic. So, the next yeah. jump is actually 96. Mm. Yeah. And then after that, it's free. So, I would, free I would be in the 96 and below category. <laughs> but they will probably lift triple of my weight, of what I can yeah. do. Yeah. Like you can see in J like hundred and my CNJ is hundred and fifteen. Hundred and fifteen? And what what did wait Shutsuyong lifted? Shutsu Yong is seventy three kg, right? He's weight class. Yeah. And he lifted hundred and ninety eight. Ninety eight. That was his work. He lifted the war record hundred and eight kilos. <laughs> 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 He's lighter That's than you. But he lifted. And, yeah, I know. And to put it into perspective, right? The other elite world the, the second best in the world, the silver could barely clean the first part of the lift, 190. Yeah, okay. But he could barely stand it up. Yeah. Okay. And so obviously he didn't succeed in, in finishing the, the thing. La. He dropped it, no, was it? He didn't, didn't finish. So, yeah. yeah. so Shih Tzu Yong was forced to do, because, because the weight keeps going up, right? So all the yeah. other lifters, he, in to order to rest up. longer, you need to put a higher number so that the yeah. other lifters lift before you so you have a longer period of rest. So he was forced oh, yeah. to go to his world record because just in case the other competitors managed to lift the lighter weight, he needed to push it, make sure he lifted a heavier weight. But in the end, he still lifted like 20 kilos more than everybody in total, which is crazy. <laughs> la. Like a total, he usually win by like 2 kilos. Yeah. He won by 20. 20 is crazy at Olympics. That's a lot. That's a huge margin, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, winning, it's like winning the fly at like 10 seconds or something like that. Yeah. Okay, not 10 seconds, like 2 yeah. or 3 seconds yeah, yeah. at a 100 meter level. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. La. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, it's been fun. I, I can't... Like, now it's the fun part to me because I love athletics. I don't know. Like, I like archery. I know. I, I can't say that. I find it really boring. I can watch maybe like one heat of archery. But then after that, I'll be like, okay, they're all just shooting at the same target. And I don't even know, yeah. I don't even know how the scoring works. Like, there are some sports where I watch it and then Mary and I will look at each other like, who, 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 who won? <laughs> how, how do you score? Like, we, I didn't know gymnastics. Like, diving... Like diving, I don't know how, how they score it. 
and and you know sometimes diving they will cancel they have cancellations across the scores. So I always used to wonder why is there cancellations? So Marion just mm-hmm. told me that the reason why they have cancellations is because they eliminate the bot the top two scores and the bottom two scores from the judges. This is uh-huh. to prevent like manipulation of the scores. Uh, so if the, one very biased it. judge, yeah. yeah, is to eliminate the so they eliminate they, so they only take the two middle scores. Mm. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I thought it was an average thing <laughs> to eliminate. Yeah, it's not even average. It's the it's a median 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 right median yeah. Yes, that's. <laughs> that's. Yeah. Anything else on the Olympics? You guys want to share? Um, when will esports come to the Olympics? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if golf is at the Olympics, I feel like you know the the physical exertion of golf is, you know, it's not much more than I think. Uh, you know, yeah. playing a very uh, intensive game of Counter Strike or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, even if yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know maybe I, twenty I years from now, la. Yeah, I mean, even C mm. Games is they have esports ready, right? Yeah. So I guess oh, they do, they do. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I think like the recent one they had, I think it was six or nine games. Um, mm. I think half of them were mobile games. Okay. Yeah. So. I can't imagine showing up playing. I mean, I have played mobile games as we talked about. I can't imagine, yeah. you know, training Bring for your, your, your well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I guess it's, phone, it's I a guess. step in the right direction, lah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think so. I think some of the esports <laughs> stuff is is really exhilarating. Um, you know, and I think it's as mentally strenuous. Yeah. Um, in some like ways, Dota. yeah. Ti. Yeah, yeah, but obviously the physical strain is not the. I mean, I guess the it's repetitive different, strain it's different. is worse. But yeah. you know, it's. it's as in, it will never as be as physically demanding as like yeah. most traditional sports. That's for sure. Yeah. But I would say the mental faculties and like the amount of coordination, like for example, hand-eye coordination and the speed that you need to respond. Oh yeah, definitely. The I reflexes. Yeah, yeah. I've always agreed. They can that. rival yeah. some traditional sports for sure. Mm. Yeah. So I guess mm. you'll see. This is. But a, I think topic I, that we can. Some some people will say that it like. It. It goes against the like if people have an idea of how the Olympics are supposed to be, like the the kind of sports that should be involved in the Olympics, where physical exertion or physical activity so, is seen as the you're you're choosing the best of the best in terms okay, of physical. Okay, so so activity. Regard, I regarding this, right? I actually have a counterpoint. So, I mean, things evolve as as you know the years go on. Like, I think a lot of people don't know that in the past, like before Olympics, it is is as, as it is now there was a section in Olympics where it was dedicated to art. So oh. like sculpture, no, I didn't painting. Really? Um, like, yeah. It was oh. actually a, a, a part of the Olympics and you could actually win gold and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously oh. things change, right? Because the Olympics have been around for like how many years? Centuries, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Just that now, we only see it as traditional sports. Mm. So I don't know Maybe 50 years from now 20 years from now It will be a different picture lah. Right mm. Yeah I don't even think It'll take that long actually, To be honest yeah. Like skateboarding Came out this year right mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think if you ask someone Like 10 years ago Whether they think Street skateboarding Would come out They would say you're crazy <laughs> Yeah Yeah so, Yeah. Even like 100 years ago Shooting pigeons Was an Olympic sport Like I heard it on the radio or something that they will release poor, like four pigeons, like three hundred pigeons, and then the the person who shoots the most pigeons will win or something like that. Oh great! Oh, yeah. oh no, that will not fly in today's yeah. world. And then eventually they they stopped it lah because it's you know, 
they felt that unnecessary yeah so well the the thing that you know the thing that they shoot out that thing that you shoot yeah it's called clay it's called clay pigeon yeah, it's yeah. so yeah, yeah, in the is... past it used to be real pigeons. It used to be a real <laughs> pigeon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. History lesson. Oh, nice. Nice. Killer. Okay, I think that's it for Olympics. Yeah. Although I, I'm quite excited, la. There's still a lot of things to be to be to watch. Yep. Yeah. All right. Moving on to some gaming news. Uh, Mark, you wanna go through some of them? Yeah. So the the biggest news that came out, I think, on the day that we did the previous episode. So we didn't, we weren't like in the know until the episode ended. Steam Deck. Steam Woo. Deck. Yeah, so if people don't know what the Steam Deck is, um, think of the Nintendo Switch. But instead of this Nintendo Switch, it's a, it's a handheld that plays what they say is all your Steam games, or almost all your Steam games. Yeah. All games on your PC, like, basically. And it's competitively priced. Like the cheapest one is... Three four hundred US or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically a a, it's a portable PC that you can carry around, and they have come out to say that anything a PC can do, you can do it on it. So you could. It comes with the Steam OS, yeah, which is based on uh the Linux. OS is Linux, right? But they say Linux. you can actually like wipe it and then install Windows yeah. if you want, which sounds crazy to me, lah. John, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I think it's great. I mean, honestly, when you when when I heard about that, I think the possibilities to to use it for other things, is, you know, it, it exponentially increase. Um, I think I think it's great. I think it's really cool. It might change the the market for sure. Um, you know, taking your PC games with you, um, you know, for the gamers, and then for other people, you can use that as a computer. You can basically you know use yeah. it as a separate screen or a separate, uh, you know control surface or something for I'm just thinking as a musician uh, perspective mm. um, yeah so I think it's really cool mm. I, I, but it's funny because I, okay to be honest, I, I was really excited about this because when I heard the specs I was like ooh this is the Switch Pro but better and it's even better because because people were talking about the comparisons between PSP or PS Vita and the 3DS right because okay in, in uh, the Nintendo 3DS is the port the console that was before the Switch and the PS Vita is the Sony's version, uh. but the Vita oh, basically the lost. PS, yeah, of the but the, the Vita lost like by a lot. I think the 3DS outsold it like ten to one or something like that. And people are comparing, you know, the Steam Deck to this. But I'm saying, but I'm thinking it's not the same, right? Because the Steam Deck allows you to play games that you already have, yes. right? You don't like the PS Vita. You have to buy like proprietary yeah. software, and they had this stupid thing with PS yeah. Vita. You had to buy their own. Sp- proprietary SD card. Like you couldn't even use your regular Oh, you couldn't card. use a general SD no. card. No. Oh, that's, that's you had to buy answer. their SD card, which is so expensive. And yeah. I think Sony was trying to create their own ecosystem, but it was just not the right yeah. move at the right time. But I'm like, the Steam Deck, it seems... It, at, right now, it seems way too good to be true. Like, if you can use it for anything. Like, I'm just thinking for, like, emulation. Like, if you want to play your Wii U games or whatever, like, you can literally just put it on your... I mean, you could technically do it with your Nintendo Switch, but you need to break your Nintendo Switch. Like, you need to, like, I see. like homebrew it. it basically. Yeah, you need to hack it. And even then, when you hack it, it's not like the Nintendo Switch is a very strong piece of equipment, right? But this no, has, not. like, a great uh, APU, like, a great process CPU processing unit. And so, I don't know. Yeah. I'm I super excited to see when it comes out. I think it's not, like, it's not fair to compare it to, like, the Switch. Yeah. 
because I, yeah. like the, the Steam Deck is a totally different ecosystem right yeah. like people are saying but that's like, why people compare it to what like people are saying like it's a, it's a, it's a switch killer then I'm like no it's, it's not a switch killer <laughs> no, because you can't play mm. certain games from the switch on it hold on I think you guys are frozen or rather I am frozen uh, yeah, no, it's it's different, right? Because like people okay, fixed it. People buy the Nintendo Switch because of the games. Yes, like yeah. I would buy, like okay, obviously I have a Switch, but I would buy a Switch to play Breath of the Wild, to play Pokemon, mm. yeah, sure. stuff like that. But then of course people will say that you can just download an emulator on the Steam Deck and and then emulate a, a Switch, mm. and yeah. But we don't we don't promote piracy here, so don't do that, guys. Buy <laughs> 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 original yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, you could lah. You could, you could. But I'm just yeah. saying that, like, for the regular average Joe, like, your Sheridan plays uh, your Switch, right? Yeah. And then Liz played Breath of the Wild as well, right? Yeah. For a while. She's been playing something, yeah. right? You were saying? Liz has been playing something on the Switch? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a game. I actually found found the game. Uh, it's called uh, Sky uh, Children of the Wind or something like that. Oh, Sky that's a free to play, right? Wind. Yes. Yeah. What's What's that? Like an MMO? Uh, it's, I guess it's loosely an MMO. It's like an RPG with some MMO elements in it. Um, it's curiously free to play. I don't think it was free to play on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think to make it, uh, for its launch on the Switch, they made it free to play. And then, of course, you can buy cosmetics and stuff like that. Um, but it is, it is a non-combat game. Um, okay. so that's very interesting I don't know when's the last time you guys have played a non-combat game so it's like an adventure puzzle game with flying um, and so there's no combat so it's the wild with no fighting <laughs> basically I think uh, oh. but with, with with no fighting and with proper flying because Breath of the Wild you can glide with the with your cape thing Yeah. Uh, yeah. but this one there's proper like um, you can you can fly like with with the cape in this game you can actually like, go up and down and up and, okay. and that kind of stuff yeah. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. I think the soundtrack is great, actually. Uh, very surprised, also. Um, but yeah, it's 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 just one of those those games uh, we decided to try, and then mm. um, yeah, I think mm. she really likes it. Yeah. Yeah. So and she can play your Switch, Switch, and then you can play the Steam Deck. The Steam Deck. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I, I don't know. If, you know, we're gonna get a, a Steam, Steam Deck. deck. But <laughs> can you get one I for us? Because we, <laughs> we can't can. order it. Oh yeah, can't, we can't buy it. Yeah, we can't order it yet. Oh. But US can order. But I think I think oh, it's, really? it's fully it's, sold out it's fully sold out. Uh, pre-ordered now. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It sold out within like minutes. They crashed Steam servers. Uh, Liz, Liz says it's Zelda, but just looking for Koroks. Okay. Oh <laughs> wow! <Yeah. laughs> Find oh. all all nine hundred of them. To, to me, that sounds yeah. like the most boring part of the game. <laughs> 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 it's the part that I don't do in Zelda. In Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay, I mean, yeah, to be fair, so, right? Yeah. There are some, some Koroks that need you to have actual like thinking of how you're going to yeah. plan your route and then there are like, puzzles right, to review them. So I guess if it's like that, it's fine. If it's just like going to lift up the rock all the time. <laughs> 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 no, the most annoying Koroks are the ones that you need to throw the stone into... A ring of stones. Uh, some ring of, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Like, every time I see the ring of stones, I'm like, okay, I need to find a, I need to find a stone to throw it in. <laughs> but yeah, if they didn't... Yeah. Yeah. What did they need the coral seeds for? To upgrade, right? Upgrade your stash. Increase uh, your stash size. Yeah. Like, if they didn't make that a mechanic, right, I would not bother finding coral seeds. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I found enough to increase to max, and then I stopped. Because after that, you can... I think there's like 800 or 900 of them. 
But there's no point. Yeah. There's no like benefit of finding all of them besides the achievement. I think. Yeah. Well, this is like gonna leave the chat already. Like, you guys are <laughs> over my game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, the Steam Deck for me at the moment is like a ninety percent buy. Buy. Yes. But obviously, because we're in Singapore, so we we don't get first shot at it, right? Mm. It's also good because we can we can see like what the reviews. reviews and yeah, really if it mm. lives up to its name. Yeah, mm. I've been following IGN because IGN has been doing a lot of exclusive interviews with like the how much, team. How much is it? Three fifty. Three fifty. But no one's gonna buy the base version. I feel. Yeah, no one's gonna buy I the feel base version. Uh. They should buy the upgraded, which just gives you more storage, right? Gives you like one terabyte. Is it one terabyte? Okay, so apparently all of them have expandable storage. Like you can put an SD card. Uh, but the the inbuilt storage cannot be, be upgraded. Upgraded lah. So it's okay, I'm looking at it. Sixty four. Three nine nine for the cheapest one, which is sixty four. Okay. Five two nine for two five six, and six forty nine dollars for five one two GB. So I assume that'll be like that'll be like one k lah. Yeah, six point nine is insane. But, but you the, the, the thing is that the the middle and the top tier one have like a better SSD. Yeah, it's faster lah. Yeah, faster it's SSD. an NVMe two point or something. Yeah. yeah, so maybe I'll just get the middle tier one. Yeah, and then buy expandable storage, right? So that you can benefit from the faster SSD and don't have to pay like you're paying like extra hundred and twenty USD for to double your storage, but you can just get an SD card lah. Right. Mm. Put all your your the games that you actually play on your internal memory because that will access it faster. Then the rest you put it into your yeah external storage. Yeah, I see. So you can plug stuff in like a computer. It's basically like a computer. You can plug an yeah. external hard drive or whatever. Okay, I see. I think you can. You you might need a dock. You might need a dong dock. Like a but they they say it. that it it works with all USB C docks C. or something like that. So you don't yeah. actually have to buy the official one. Yeah, you can buy any hub. And then it will work, yeah. which is great, lah. Like, Compared to one. Nintendo, Nintendo is like you have to wait for Kickstarter to make special docs because you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all like um, what do you call it? Proprietary stuff, or like someone has to figure out how to um, do all the stuff and then sell it. Yeah, man. I mean, if it, if it really does what what it says it, what they say it will do, I think it's gonna be huge. Like I would, I would think most of our gamer friends would get it. I think it's a niche market. I think gamers will buy it. Yeah, yeah, but not your casual. Like people casual will buy their switch, but nobody will like that. No casual person will walk into a store and go, "Oh, look, it's a Steam Deck. Let me buy it." Yeah, unless they like you would you would buy it if you have a sizable Steam library that you want to play anywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm. Actually, I disagree because I think uh, like this is coming from a music perspective, um, mm. and people that use uh, touchscreen controllers a lot. Um, if you think about the cost of an iPad, so a lot of people use iPads. It's oh. kind of like the entry-level touchscreen stuff. Uh, a, a Stream Deck isn't expensive. Um, it, I guess it, the display isn't as big, uh, but if you can use it like a computer, a proper computer, that means you can install a lot of uh, apps that you can code and program. Uh, that makes it more flexible than an iPad. Um, mm. And uh, I, I think it would have a secondary market as some kind mm. of... Someone will, you know... We'll, we'll just use it for that kind of stuff. So I, I use an iPad for, for my, my work and stuff, and that has a, a program on it that talks to my computer. Um, and that program obviously works on, you know, regular OS and everything as well. So I, I think there's a secondary market potential for this thing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's plenty more than just that. But yeah. yeah, so you never know. 
Yeah. Alright. Speaking of uh, for of uh, gaming on other stuff that's related to non gaming, have you heard of Netflix um going into the gaming sector? How does that work? I so, have it, but I okay. don't know how it works. Let me read read out the the the, the announcement. So they actually sent out a letter to their investors. So they they said that we are we are in the early stages of expanding into games, building on our earlier efforts around interactivity. For example, Black Mirror, Bandersnatch. Do you guys watch that? Yeah. It was the Black I mean, Mirror episode on Netflix where it, it was like a choose your own adventure. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And our Stranger Things games. I, I didn't even realize they had Stranger, Stranger Things games. Did do they? No, do I think you, what they mean I is that know. they branched off. They they create Netflix. Stranger Things is a Netflix proprietary yeah. IP, yeah. right? So, so they made a game. Yep. So they say we view gaming as another new content category for us, similar to our another expansion into making. original films, uh, sure. animation, and unscripted TV. Games will be included in members' Netflix subscription at no additional cost. That's so nice. initially they'll be focused on mobile devices games for mobile devices mm. um, yeah that's about it lah. so I think it's very interesting that they are going into this field because I mean Netflix is like the the leader in terms of streaming right they were the ones that really burst onto the scene mm. uh, and okay what what do you what comes to mind when you hear of Streaming when it comes to gaming, Stadia, yeah, Google Stadia, and Stadia has screwed up, right? Screwed up, like bombed so yeah. much, right? Like who the hell plays on Stadia now? Correct. I, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess no one. I don't know. I haven't really been keeping in touch, but yeah, I remember I tried. I actually tried some. It might have been Stadia. I tried some kind of streaming service like that before, and it was it was it wasn't as bad uh, mm. as you think. But you know, it cannot compare. I think to yeah. actually playing it yourself. Yeah. So I'm like very interested to to find out. How are they going to care, like pull this off? Because mm. if they are doing streaming for games, but they're going to focus on mobile games, then it's so what? App, right? It's going to be an, yeah. yeah. It's probably be like part of your Netflix app, and you play on yeah. your phone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's like because there is like um, Google Stadia. They use a cloud service, right? So you basically, assuming you have a good enough internet connection, you're basically using their GPUs to power yep. your game. Yeah, you just need like good bandwidth. So, yeah, so that's the thing. Internet is the most important part when you use cloud gaming. I wonder whether Netflix is the same thing. And I I wonder whether they are starting mobile games just because it's more less intensive. So kind of like Apple Arcade. That's what I think of. Like, you know, Apple Arcade games, very, very easy to run. And they're going to start with that. So you can actually just click on the games tab in your Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can just play whatever game. Do you have a subscription? To Apple Arcade? No. Have you tried it before? No. John, have you tried? No. Are you on Apple? No, I don't think so. So, so I had a subscription because I was given three months free. Mm. And I'll say that I played maybe three games. One of them was actually recommended by Skill Up. I can't remember the name of the game now, but it's, oh. you, you slide around and then you shoot arrows at something. It's very like oh, oh, stylized. Oh, I, I, uh, I can't remember. The, the guys that made the guys that made the swimming game. How oh, they? Uh, the guy who made the guys who made Abzu. Well. Yeah, yeah. I correct. know each other, but about. I can't remember the name of the game. So, my experience with Apple Arcade is that I don't think there's any game on Apple Arcade that would keep me entertained for a long period of time. You you get I what see. I mean? Like I would yeah. play it for fun for a mm. while, and then I'll be like, okay, next. Yeah, so 
what I what I want to know is like, is this what Netflix wants to do? to do like go into the mobile gaming, um, you know the world, have like a whole bunch of games, and then people like pick up a game and then put it down, or are they gonna do something like? Okay, I'm not gonna say Blizzard, but something like FF, you know, like they want people to actually stay on it mm. and play play long term. Yeah, I think it's it. It's interesting lah that they are actually going into gaming. Yeah, I mean more 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 people coming into gaming is good for us and because more options for us, more competition. Mm. Yeah, I need to push the the big boys. Yeah, sure. I think like John said, right? If there's money, any company will will flock to it. And I think they see like gaming is the because gaming has boomed because of the pandemic, right? People start have nothing to do, so they play games, right? Yeah, it's definitely happening. So I. Yeah, so I think I think they start to see that they they've done their research. Uh, they know there's money involved, and even though Apple Arcade doesn't appeal to most of us who are more hardcore gamers, because we buy real games gamers, <laughs> real. <laughs> but I think there is there is a niche for people who use Apple Arcade and love the idea of being able to play a play a monthly subscription and pay, play any game they want on the arcade and play for two hours and don't feel bias remorse after that if they don't want to play anymore. Yeah. I think that's quite cool, and I think with internet getting better, it will be able to play more games. Mm. Yeah lah, true lah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next one on new world. Okay, I have no idea about this. John, do you know about this? Uh, I mean, I've done reading. I haven't played it, um, but it's Amazon's new MMO. Um, and uh, I I've read initial reviews about it. I don't know if you guys, I guess, Chew, you haven't, but maybe Marv has. But uh, the reviews are mixed, <laughs> from what I can tell. Uh, along the lines of, well, it, it's just a very. It looks it looks beautiful, very polished looking game. But I think the lore and the backstory, I think they kind of rushed it out. Um, I think it had some uh, development was also interesting. I think it almost didn't make it, yep. and then I think they. Decided to push it out the door, anyways. It means Amazon, <laughs> so, right? I thought it was cancelled. I thought I, I really thought it was cancelled. So okay, I've been watching quite a bit of people playing it on stream. Um, I think I've been I was watching Shroud and Esmago, and I was watching. I watched like people reviewing it online as well, And I agree with what like what Ian said. So I think you you said to us in our chat one day like. Why would you play New World when you have, for example, WoW, FF14, Sotor, Guild Wars 2, that kind of stuff. Why would you play New World? Yeah. So, like, for, for me, somebody who has played, like, quite a few MMOs, right? I feel that, I feel that way. I don't feel a, a draw. I don't feel like I have to play this game. You get what I mean? But I, I don't know, lah. Maybe because I haven't played it, but if I were to play it, like, actually play it, then I may find that it's actually, you know, pretty interesting. The, yeah. the setting is like what like I mean a new world makes me think it's like like very uh Christopher Columbus kind of uh, have you have you seen setting. any yeah. videos I've seen a few screenshots I think but like so it's like there's there's like there's like fantasy and then there's like um so okay so like they use guns but then you can also use swords and you can also use magic there's magic yeah so it's like a mix right okay yeah it's a mix yeah. it's a mix yeah the yeah. the aesthetic looks very um uh, how you say Pirates like of the Caribbean? A little. It's got a little bit of that vibe to it. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
Damn, the damn. colors are, are quite bright. Not WoW mm. level bright, but also not like <laughs> ESO or like it's yeah. it's somewhere in between. You know, it's like they try they try to be realistic, I guess. Um, you know, so it, it looks very modern. I think the nice thing about it is that it looks it looks new. <laughs> does it look better than FF14? Yes. Yeah, I think oh, it does. Nice. I don't know what. Mark, but do, do you um, agree? I actually don't like the art style. The look. Yeah. Okay. Like I find okay, I find it. I was comparing it to Assassin's Creed. Ah, yeah. uh, like Black Flag, is it? Yes. Like okay, uh. honestly, right? Maybe because I was watching a stream, but I felt like for twenty twenty one game, right? It didn't feel like it came out in twenty twenty one. You get what I mean? Okay. Like the graphics and the assets to me don't feel like twenty twenty one. Yeah, but like I said, maybe because I was watching someone's stream and I I wasn't playing it on like my actual computer, so I I couldn't I couldn't really like see how good the graphics were lah. Yeah. So the combat maybe, uh tap targeting or is it action combat? I think it's action. I don't know. I think don't it's action. Think. It's like wow and is it so it's more like uh ESO than it is FF fourteen or wow. Yes. I think it's more like ESO, if I'm not wrong. I mean I could be wrong. La. But I I if I remember I I think they were like aiming the their actual rifle to shoot. Mm. The gun to shoot. Oh yeah. okay. It looks it looks pretty. Like I'm looking at screenshots, I mean it looks but it it looks more like a looks like a very nice Skyrim. Uh, yeah, I think that that would be a quite a good comparison. It looks like a a modern very Skyrim. Very nice, yes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope it does well. To be honest, same. I, I, they take like what years to develop this game. I hope yeah. it does well so that competition is good. I agree right? with you. Yeah, if only for the sake of like having more competition in the MMO space, I hope it does yeah. well. Yeah. It's quite nice. Like, it looks looks good. But I, I, how much is the game? You have to pay yeah, like what, sixty dollars to buy it, and then you have to pay not. a month. Is it a monthly sub? Let me find out. Ooh, more games with monthly subs. If it's like free to play, I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I doubt. I doubt it's free to play. I highly doubt. Not at this level. It's Amazon. Jeff Bezos needs his money. He doesn't have no, enough. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He, how is he going to build his rocket? They should let you. They should let you play this game for free with Amazon Prime. That's what they should do. Amazon Prime yeah. should be like like Netflix, right? It should just have games that you can play yeah. with your with your um subscription. I guess they will move you, to that eventually. Do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. You, you is it like a you know, must have in the US? Amazon Prime. Uh it it helps a lot. I would say because you can get like same day items. You can get a lot of same day or two day things, and it really helps sometimes. Uh, when when you're in a pinch and and you need something that I is... oh there is no subscription for new world you just buy oh it. so it's like Guild oh, Wars really? in that case it's like Guild Wars two yeah you buy once it's like forty isn't oh. Guild Wars two free free to play completely now no, uh no I think you pay for the it the, the base game is free to play but you pay oh, for the, the expansions yeah so same lah okay. you pay forty bucks for the standard edition. Mm, okay. And then, or you can buy the deluxe edition, and then you don't have to pay a subscription. So it's not too bad, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's better than. But then, but then you see that the thing if you don't give subscription, right? Then you need to give uh, a lot of content, and you need to have microtransactions. So I presume yeah. this game has like some kind of like like sales and yeah, yeah, like transports sure. and stuff. I'm right? sure it does. Yeah, yeah. it's how they earn money. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, I, I wish I wish I wish this uh, game gave yep. a lot of luck. All the I best. Guess. <laughs> but I, I don't have time for MMOs now. It just takes <laughs> MMOs just need a lot of time investment to play. Yeah. I, I don't know of any MMO that requires you to play 
just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You play so, as much as you as you want lah. You play as much yeah. as you can. And you stop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. my next question for you guys is: What are you guys watching, or have you guys been watching anything? So this is strictly for like stuff you've been watching, not not gaming. Like you can, it can be movies, it can be Netflix, uh, or YouTube. Is there anything you have been watching recently? Um, I recently subscribed to Prime, Prime Video, because mm. I saw it's nice. like three bucks a month. Mm. Yeah, then I was like, eh, actually, it's not not that expensive, lah. But but yeah. when I subscribed, then Charlene was like, "You sure you have enough time to watch so many shows?" And watch it, cause cause I okay now I've I've Netflix, then I have Disney Plus, then now I have. Uh, Prime right Yeah okay. but um, I mean it's free lah The first the first month is free So I was like Sure let's try I've been watching The Perch You know the movie Perch Yeah. So they actually have A TV series right Oh I didn't know that okay. you, Ian do you have Prime You don't have No Okay maybe we can share the t- <laughs> I, I think I think I got it once For to watch American Gods When it came out uh, uh, But then after that I was like I mean, it's like it's three dollars. That's right. It's cheap. But like, if you're not gonna use it, that's a coffee that you could spend every month. Okay lah. I mean, yeah, it's it's, and Singapore month, doesn't right? require you use Amazon Prime because I don't know about you, but how often do we buy stuff on Amazon? Except yeah, for my Kindle. We don't lah. We yeah. yeah, we hardly do. But anyway, yeah. So the perch is the movie, right? So they actually came out with a TV series lah. And the next one I'm gonna watch after that is I'm gonna continue watching the Expense. Have you watched mm. the Expense? Oh. Mm. I haven't. I I I hear it's pretty good. Isn't John, you should it's watch back it. On Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime. I've watched the first three seasons, so I haven't caught yeah, up. On Netflix, a fourth and right? fifth. Uh, was it on Netflix? Yeah, it was on Netflix. It yeah. was on Netflix three years ago. I uh, two years ago. Then I think yeah. they got bought out. It went on Sci-Fi, which I think is owned by Amazon, and then it moved. Yeah. So that's that's the next on my list, lah. Yeah. I, oh, I've also been watching this Korean drama on Netflix called Mine. M I N Mine. M I N E like my mine. Oh, yeah, and okay. uh, it's it's your typical like <laughs> Korean drama lah. But okay, what okay. what do I mean, right? It's 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 about a family, a rich family, and sure. apparently like uh the the one of the son in law or the son no no the son uh is from like the second wife, and then uh his own son is like from the ex wife like. You know that kind of very complicated yeah. stuff. Yeah, but it's actually quite interesting. Like, I would say <laughs> it is interesting. Yeah, I would I would prefer Korean dramas over like Taiwanese dramas or Hong Kong dramas. Yeah. Okay. How about you, John? Uh, I was thinking about this as you were as you were chatting. I think the 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 most recent show of note was the Loki. Uh, series. Mm-hmm. Ooh, let's uh, talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay, spoiler alert. Oh, if you haven't watched Loki, <laughs> oh. me Loki, please tune out now. Come back in like five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that was the most recent uh, recent show of note. I mean, I do watch quite a few things regularly, but um, yeah, Loki. Loki was Loki was great. I mean, we we try to watch all the the Marvel stuff when it comes out. So. Mm. Um, yeah, Loki was interesting. Um, you know, I I think time travel is always difficult, uh, yeah. a difficult concept to, you know, uh, grasp in one's mind, but also to uh, you know, yeah, create a story cool. about it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's challenging. I think it was okay in that aspect, but I think the rest of it was really fun. I, I enjoyed uh, the twists and turns, and you know, the the finale was 
it, it kind of I was like, where could this go that would really like you know, you know they always save like a big you know review or something right and you know mm. each each of their franchises or sub franchises is different and so I, I was, I was I, I really quite enjoyed the finale yeah and then you know you're like oh no you know the next you know it's it's gonna be worse now and then of course it ends but um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how, how much spoilers, how much you know what we're gonna say in mean, detail, but we, yeah. we Marv already revealed that it's a, it's a I want before we go to the spoiler, before we get into the spoiler, can I just ask because there are three Netflix uh, not Netflix, Disney Plus series, right, for Marvel, Loki, yeah. One Division. Yeah, what's your ranking? Oh, yeah, what's your ranking? What do you think is the if you were to rank it in, in order, which is your favorite and least favorite? Uh, wait, 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 hold on. Me, Why is Liz oh. saying that she's angry? She's like, uh oh. Loki, no, angry. Oh, oh she's angry with the ending? It's her least favorite. I guess it's her least favorite. Oh, she, she angry with the ending? Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't remember. Hmm. Okay, let's see what um, she says. But you yeah, rank yeah, your yeah. Uh, I think for for me, I think Loki, uh, uh, Falcon, and then Wonder. Um, hey! Same. same. Yeah. But I, I, actually, I, you, you prefer no, Wanda, right? Ian, you prefer Wanda, right? No! I think I. I said you prefer Wanda over Falcon. No, no, Wanda oh, really? is like uh, my lowest ranking. Yeah, I, I say I have friends who who think that Wanda is the by far the best. Yeah, so, so like, for right. me, right? Wait, obviously, Wanda came out first, right? Then I watched Wanda. Yeah. So at the end of Wanda, I was like, oh my god, like Marvel TV TV series are freaking awesome. Like if this is the quality, yeah. I'll be damn happy. Yeah. And then when Falcon yeah. came out, I was like, oh, this is even better than WandaVision. It can't get any better, right? And then when Loki came out, I was like, they can't they can't top this anymore. Loki is like the best. I, I actually don't think Loki is my favorite. I actually think I prefer Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, really? I, because, I mean, to be honest, Falcon and Winter Soldier is super generic. But it's also like Marvel type of generic. Yeah, it was Marvel generic. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, if you like that kind of thing, it's like, it's I'm, I don't expect greatness from a Marvel show. I just want to be entertained. I want to watch the big fight scenes. I want to be surprised when things happen. And I think mm-hmm. Falcon and Winter Soldier did that adequately. I think in Loki, especially the first three episodes, it was a little bit slow. Yeah, it was a little bit slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it only hit like when they first introduced okay, spoiler for Loki. Yeah. When they introduced female Loki or what yeah. Sophie. Is that her name? Sophie? Yeah, Sylvie, Sylvie. Sylvie. Sylvie, right. Only when they introduced Sylvie did it get a little bit more interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And that whole, they tried to introduce that whole dynamic between the two of them, which is interesting, but also really weird. Is it like <laughs> dating yourself? But then, okay, so but that's Loki, right? Into... He's narcissistic, right? It's like the, the yeah, personification yeah. of what Loki is. expressing itself. Yeah. yeah, it's like perfect So, so can I ask you guys a question, like honest question? Because... The, the final one of the final scenes before she kicks him out and puts it puts him back into the TVA right and yeah. she kills yeah. uh, Kang she yeah. says I'm not you right or something like that uh-huh. yeah so does she mean that she's not actually Loki or does she mean like she's not no la, I think she is Loki she's just saying that she, I'm not like you she's like different, yeah, my views are yeah. different from you uh, yeah. because that's Kang right it can't be her Kang the Conqueror is Kang the Conqueror right but that's going into I mean, like uh, deeper Marvel law, which I think most people will not know that he's Kang. Because he doesn't actually say he's Kang. He just says I'm a conqueror. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, but if Only you know he, like yeah, you know Marvel Law, you will know lah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Liz, she says that she's yeah. angry because of time travel logic and continuity of the Marvel time travel logic. 
It's like X-Men yeah. where they played with time travel and nothing matters anymore. The main plot line is moot now. So, okay. Uh, John doesn't care. Stop talking to him. <laughs> it's okay, John. We care about your opinion. But we also care about Lizzie's opinion. Okay, I, I, I would say, okay, for people who know me, right, Um, I think, like those of you who have known me for a while, you know that I hate time travel stuff in anything because it's almost mm-hmm. never done well. And they always screw stuff up, which I totally agree with this. So, so after Loki happened, right? Then, Shirley and I were like talking about it. Then I was like, you know what? This totally just invalidated ten years of the Infinity War experience. Yeah, which is yeah. supposed to be like you know the the culmination of like three uh, f- three phases, right? Three phases of Marvel movies. Yeah, three phases. Yeah. And then now, right? The the Infinity Stones are freaking paperweights. Yeah. yeah. You're just one time, one part of the yeah. branch. One, you're, you're just timeline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I I was like, okay, I I kind of felt a bit like Game of Thrones. Like if you watch Game of Thrones, I think Chu didn't watch Game of Thrones, right? I watched, Let me go I get this. Let me go get this. Chris says it's time to swap guests. I'm I'm not. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, she wants so, to burst in here and give her opinions. She cannot. She you you know she cannot think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so to me, I felt a bit like Game of Thrones. Like, I invested so much and then now you're telling me that whatever we just watched for 10 years and like, what, how many movies? 26 movies, something like that? Yeah, twenty. it's in the upper 20s, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter now, you know? So I, I, I get that feel. Like, I understand what she, where she's coming from. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because they have to keep raising the stakes, right? Like, they made Thanos... Of course, at immediate, immediately when you watch it, you're like, oh, this is the biggest threat Marvel has ever seen. Right then, when they go to the next one, it's the typical anime they power, keep creep power creep. Issue. Yeah, they have to keep increasing yeah. the, the trend. It's like level. every like if you start with Thanos, who's supposedly like he's a big the bad. titan, he's a titan, he's a big guy. Then you, your next bad bad guy has to be even more scary. Yeah. Because but if you start off with the biggest titan, then you're kind of like stuck a little bit, right? So they have yeah. to dumb it down a little bit, which I feel kind of invalidates it, Like you said, and okay, let me ask you a question: Did you guys watch Tenet? Yes. So let me ask you, and least you can answer this too. Who do you think did time travel better, Tenet or Loki? <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I watched Tenet. I watched Tenet twice. Okay, I watched Tenet twice. The first time, obviously, yeah. it was alone because I, I mean, I heard so much about it, right? And I watched it at home with subtitles because, uh, yeah. people like you, like Ian, and other people have told me that watching it in the movies is a waste of money because you can't hear what's happening, right? Yeah, anyway, Sorry. so that's beside the point. So I watched it a second time because I wanted Charlene to watch it also. And I felt like watching it a second time was kind of oh. like... Have you watched Shutter, Shutter Island? No. Oh, John, you haven't watched Shutter? Okay, I won't spoil it for you, but when you watch it a second time, it's like watching a totally different movie. Because you know what happens in the first... Like the, what happens in the original movie. Yeah. So Liz says, I have a lot of feelings about Tenant 2. I wanted to die. Um, <laughs> yes, I would. Okay, I would say that I think Tenet does time travel better, but more confusing because yeah. the concept of time travel in Tenet is very different from your traditional time travel movies. Yeah, because right? yeah. it does. See, they they use backward. the they use the backward thing instead of just jumping from portal to portal. Yeah, yeah. What about? Uh, two of you 
What do you? I, okay, I I think I think when when you talk about any Nolan movie, right? I think his strength as a director is that he always starts off with a concept. Like he he like with Inception, for example, he or Interstellar. He has this concept of for Interstellar it was gravity and time, and for Inception, this idea of a dream. So he always starts off with this idea, and he has a remarkable skill at crafting a somewhat cohesive story that makes mm-hmm. it interesting. So Inception is my favorite movie that he has made because it's it's it has a great idea coupled with a great story with really good characters that make you remember them like Molly and 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 the, obviously the cap in that show. But I think with Tenet, I think he has a great has a great idea. But the story and the characters were not as captivating, which like, like I don't think the main character was that interesting. Was his name David mm. George Washington? Something mm. I don't remember. Yeah, something. Denzel Washington's son, by the way. Yeah, like I think he's a great. Um, and, and Edward Cullen. Yeah, Edward. To be honest, Edward Cullen oh, yeah, was. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Uh, uh, I said Robert. Let's by his real name. Robert <laughs> Batman. He's more, more interesting in that. Show I agree. Has, I I like him better. Yes, I liked him better. Yeah. But the main character doesn't have a personality. He's just a blank state. He's like your yeah. protagonist in your MMO. Do you uh, feel, in your RPG. Do you feel anything it. for the lady? I can't remember her name. The wife. Do you feel anything for her? Oh, you mean the Russian wife? Yeah. Is it Russian? Yeah, I mean... No. Yeah, the, 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 of the Russian oligarch, right? The bad guy, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, I felt so for her more than Elizabeth. The I actually agree with you to some extent because... Like I'm gonna say that my favorite Nolan movie is not Batman, it's it's Interstellar, which my cousin Ian has a lot of things to say about because he he thinks that Interstellar is a shit movie, right? But yeah, Interstellar is my favorite movie because I think that you know there was time travel, right? I mean, spoiler alert yeah. if you haven't watched it, there was yeah. time travel too. But I think they did time travel very well in that movie because it wasn't a major thing. Right, it, was it wasn't. Thing, it right? wasn't the the whole, um, like it didn't revolve around time travel, mm-hmm. yeah. But it was, it was just inserted in to explain something, um, that happened in the movie, and I thought it was done very well because they use um, they use five D right? Basically, they use five D or six D or something in that, like an extra dimension that we can, it's impossible for us to experience, or to explain. So he used it as a way to. I mean, some people say it's a cop out lah, which I think my cousin will will say that. But I felt that it was a it was a valid way to use time travel and not like make something very complicated, and and in in that sense, right? I actually felt a lot for the characters, like what was his name? Uh? Um, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, like crying in his in, you know that there's a meme of him like watching the video yeah. and crying, right? Like yeah. I mean, obviously now it's a meme, but when I watched it the first time, I really felt for him, like I felt yeah. for his his kid, yeah. Whereas for for Tanner, I'm like. Uh, I didn't really feel anything for any of them. I would say. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said bad characters, like, Bad characters, yeah. but great, great, great idea. Yeah, I think Nolan has a great, great idea. Great, he's a great director in explaining very difficult concepts. But that can be his downfall at times because that's his focus. He wants to explain to you what time travel is in his in his mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I have been watching. Uh, I've been re-watching the Marvel movies because you guys I was trying to re-watch like phase 1 to phase 3 like just re-watch it because yep. I, I can't want to re that's what it. I was doing also and I realized there are a lot of bad Marvel movies that I thought was good but now re-watching them I'm like wow this is so bad okay so to put it in context right I, I I didn't think Thor was a bad movie 
the Thor okay. movies were bad. The first one. But rewatching them, Thor, Thor the first one and Dark Dark World. So it's called mm. Dark World. Thor number two is yeah. like my lowest ranked. Yeah. So yeah. watching the two, like when I get to the Thor movies, right? I dread the Thor movies. I I know I know yeah. love it. Is it no? What's it? That's no, Ragnarok. Ragnarok is Ragnarok so really good. good because yeah. it's like Guardians of the Galaxy, right? It's basically Guardians of the Galaxy in a yeah. Thor story. Yes. Okay. But there are some movies where I'm like. Like I realized that my favorite movies in the Marvel that I can watch over and over again are like the Cap American movies are really good. All Cap, all the Cap shows are movies are good. Yes, I agree. Um, the Thor ones are generally very bad. Guardians is good, but then there are a lot of like very eh meh movies in it. Even Ultron. And okay, I know this is gonna like be controversial, but I even think the first Avengers is very eh. What was minus the, first the last. Avengers, uh? The, where oh, the, uh, it was yeah, yeah. the Chitari, right? Yeah, the Chitari, yeah. yeah. Minus the last fight scene, right? The last fight scene is the one that I really love. I will but agree that Avengers 1 and Avengers 2 were more hyped up than they are. Like, they were great yeah. watching it, but re-watching yeah. them, I don't think they were good. And I also agree with you, like, uh, uh, um, Captain America, my favourite is Winter Soldier. Like, I think most people Winter love Winter Soldier, right? Like, I, I feel yeah. like it's timeless. Like, even when I watch it now, because yeah. I've watched it a few times and I was recently like I was doing the same thing as you I was watching with Sherilyn like from chronologically so I was like mm. watching from I think Captain Iron Marvel onwards oh, no, oh in, okay yeah, as yeah. in uh, yeah. MCU chron- chronologically yeah, so you start with Captain America 1 la, basically uh, yes correct first yeah. Avenger then I think Captain Marvel then yeah. yeah so like Iron Man was good Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3 was shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I remember yeah. the first Iron Man still being very good. I haven't rewatched them though, so that's why I'm keeping quiet because I haven't re- I haven't had the chance or the patience to watch all of them again. But no, but I, I think you will come at the same conclusion that yep. it will because there are some movies which seem good to you back then, but the ones that were great previously, you will remember them as as really good. Yeah, if yeah. you have time, like, uh, sit, down sit down with this, sit down with this, and then watch it chronologically. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we we have access to all. We have a uh, HBO HBO Max, so we can watch all of them. Um, is it? Uh, oh, it's on HBO Max. Yeah. I thought it would be yeah. like on Disney Plus. Oh, sorry, sorry. I think sorry, Disney, Disney Plus, Disney Plus. Yeah. 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 And I've been watching the Bad Batch also. I don't know if you guys have watched. Oh, it. I haven't started it. So I think it's it's good, but not as good as I know it's unfair, but as no one was. No one has I know it's unfair I to mean, compare. Yeah, it's it's not. But like, just in terms of the story, yeah. like just in terms of like. With the Mandalorian, right? Every episode, I was like, "Oh, what are they gonna <laughs> do next? Who are they gonna introduce?" Like the first episode of season two, where they introduced the Great Dragon, I was like, "Dude, there's no way you're gonna top this, right?" Then episode four, they introduced Ahsoka. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, dude, you guys are killing it, right?" And so, every episode is something different. Well, this one just feels very, yeah la. But like you said, like it's not a fair comparison. It's like apples to oranges, like right. I mean, they're both both fruit. They're both Star Wars, but you can't compare animated to live action. I say you have okay, to compare. Okay, compared to the Clone Wars. Compared to like Wars. Clone Wars final season, oh, something like that. No way, close. Yeah, or compare it to like um Rebels or something. Rebels. Like. Yeah. I'm just trying to make my way through Rebels. So there's not enough lightsabers. That's why. That's why. <laughs> Star Wars yeah, is not so just it's, about it's lightsabers. Like, it's, like it's like that phone game that I used to play. So they started out the game with you being like a you know scrapper bounty hunter and then they realized that to really get the cash flowing yeah. you, you need have to like become a, a Jedi yeah. you have to give they have to give you a lightsaber quest and 
that's what they did. You know, they had to just go with it. It's, it's, no, they it's have to. That's the whole aesthetic. It's like Star Wars Galaxy is the old MMO before Soto, right? I think last time you couldn't be a Jedi. You you had to like... So when they introduced the Jedi class, like you had to... I think it was very old school. Like you needed to like do like a... Like you couldn't basically be a Jedi from the start. You have to, you have to grind through like some crazy... You have to grind like. through to be a Jedi. Now obviously if you do that, no one's going to play. Right? No one wants to go right. through like level 50 levels to be a Jedi. Right? Okay. So... Yeah, it's definitely like last time in WoW. You need to level until level fifty five before you can, like start. Oh, I think Chris, will, Chris will correct me, but I think the 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 stuff to get to Jedi in Star Wars Galaxies was way worse. Like Probably. only, I would say like top, like ten percent of the the player base could were actually Jedi. So when you actually see a Jedi with like, which is kind of cool, right? You actually see a lightsaber. You're like, oh, dude, right? The person this plays a real, real It's a real gamer. The real game. He has a gaming chair. <laughs> <laughs> look at that RGB yeah. on his lightsaber. Yeah. Look at that RGB on his microphone. Oh my god, that guy's the real. He's the true gamer yeah. over there. Oh, uh, Chris said he never played that game. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought he did. Okay, anyway. Uh, okay, anyway, going to the the stuff that I really want to talk about. Uh, so okay. I I I am a musician as well. Of course, not on the same. Uh, level of caliber. <laughs> as, as you're, like, you're like a, a normal reader. He's like a mythic reader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure, exactly. sure. Also, because he's, it's, he does it professionally, right? It's, yeah, his, it's his job. But I mean, not just based on skill, but also based on passion and his talent. But I want to maybe John, you can share a little bit about what you actually do for like a living. How you pay your bills? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, I. I play WoW. No, I'm just <laughs> Alright. At least you get it. <laughs> I haven't earned any money playing WoW. Um, no, uh, so I, I do music composition uh, specifically. Um, and uh, I, I work for uh, Hans Zimmer's company out here. Um, I don't work directly for him, just to clarify, because that can mislead people sometimes. Um, but uh, I work as an in-house composer, basically, uh, working on many different projects. Um, and uh, yeah, a typical day involves sitting at a computer <laughs> the whole day. Uh, you know, it's, it's actually this workstation right here uh, with, with a keyboard usually. So um, uh, like Chu, I play guitar, um, but uh, I've migrated over to the keyboard because that's practical for um, work purposes. So for everyone that does composition, you end up basically on the, on the piano, on the keyboard, um, because that's the best way to compose. Um, yeah, and so a typical day usually involves writing a lot of music at a very fast pace um, for different projects, um, different styles. Uh, it's very, how do you say, uh, it's very technical at the same time as being very musical. Um, so I enjoy that about the job, that there's a lot of um, uh, music technology, musical knowledge, um, and creativity. Um, but at the same time, it's all very focused uh, so they'll be like, uh, we need, you know, this amount of music in this style and you have to be able to uh, crank that out quickly. So it has to be like a muscle memory type of thing. So uh, that's the professional side of it. You know, you don't just have your own sweet time to, you know, sit there and, and come up with something amazing. Um, you have to do it like quickly. Um, okay. And uh, yeah, and, and that's basically a day, you know, it, it passes by very quickly, very intense, uh, long days. But uh, But yeah. So, 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 okay, uh, this, this is, this totally blows my mind. So, like, for example, you get a project that says, yeah, I want five tracks, Asian influence. Think of, like, maybe they'll say, like, oh, think of, like, very Japanese style. And then 
is it they'll tell you like okay i want each track to be like three minutes long and i'll have it is that is that how it works and they'll tell you like oh it must be i want this kind of feeling or is it more is it more restrictive or is it very like it's up to you and then after that you send it to the your your lead i guess whoever's in charge and they will discuss with you again you change this change this change this is that how it works loosely yes uh so in some ways it resembles a typical like creative agency project team i guess where there's a project lead uh and then you know you're you're in in contact with the client and then you manage uh the client type of thing um yeah and then you go through revisions uh and usually yeah someone gives the 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 uh direction um, and then you get feedback. So yeah, in, in some ways, it's exactly like you said, but it depends on the project. Some projects give you more flexibility. Some projects give you less flexibility. Um, and then the deadlines also change. So some projects also are very demanding with the deadlines um, and others have a longer deadline. Um, yeah, and then in terms of style, it, it will be exactly like that. They'll give you a brief. Sometimes they give you references. Um, and then it's it's your job and your skill to take uh, the essence of each reference and 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 kind of uh, come up with your own thing. Um, also, because I work as part of a team, uh, you have to be able to mesh with your team members musically and mm. also obviously uh, socially and all that kind of stuff too. Um, so you have to put out a product that is, um, you know, of the same um, very high quality um, for the client, basically. Yeah. So so when you say work with a team, do you do one track by yourself, or is it more like okay, I'll do the strings and and guitar for this part, you do the, the piano for that part. Is that a question? Uh, no, you do the whole track by yourself. So oh, uh, you're wow. expected to, to master um, not just what instruments do and how they work, you're expected to master the composition and you're also expected to master how to mix and produce your own track. Um, mm. So there's a lot of skills that you have to learn. You can't just play one instrument anymore. You have to be a producer. You take a producer hat uh, and put it on and be like, okay, what is the best? Uh, thing for this scene given you know the tools that we have given the sound um, that given the project um, and then you have to channel your creativity through this funnel you know it, yeah. it kind of feels like that sometimes <laughs> and then put out the best that you can do within within those sandbox so each project has this like sandbox of toys that you can use yeah. um, that are decided upon um, and then and then yeah and then you have to do all those things sometimes you hire musicians sometimes you don't uh, you have access to a lot of expensive sample instruments um, and uh, and then yeah, you're expected to mix the track and produce the track and make it sound, you know, great. Um, even without like sending sending it to mix engineer, you're expected to know how to do all those things also. Yeah. So, so were these skills stuff that you had to learn, or do you, were you already? Do you think you you were already at that level? And then or people who let's say uh uh wanna be not say wanna be like, aspiring <laughs> to aspiring <laughs> this, do do they need to have all the skills already or do they learn, like, just have to learn really quickly? I think everyone brings something different to the table. Um, and depending on the team you're on and everything, it, it varies. It varies. But, but I would if, say if I you're had, an expiring, yeah. you'll probably start at a lower level and then, like, you will not be given a huge portion of the project, right? Correct. You'll, be, Correct. you'll be asked to do, like, very simple stuff, right, to, at, at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yes, that's exactly it. Um, and, and so it's, it's very coveted in the sense that, you know, to even get the opportunity to start at the beginning is, is already a big thing. Um, and then to get to uh, be in charge and to be able to do creative stuff is an even bigger thing um, at that level. So, yeah, uh, you're, so I, I guess to answer your question directly, though, 
um, I didn't have everything in place, but I think I had enough or I brought enough of, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of my skills such that, you know, I could be taken in and taken up to the next level, I, I, I suppose. Um, it's definitely not for a beginner. It's definitely not but for you've been doing this for... You have to be able to... Yeah. You've been doing this for quite a while, right? I've been doing it for quite a while. Um, you know, admittedly, I think it could have gone faster overall, but uh, I think all these things take time anyway for you to, to mature and to understand yeah. all the different all the different stuff like there's a lot of things that go into it so I think Marv I don't know if it's obvious but you know I'm basically doing like three or four people's jobs mm-hmm. um, or what in some parts of the industry so, would be so, four people's um, jobs let me give all. my yeah. my layman uh, experience yeah. uh, <laughs> so I visited John back in 2017 but he wasn't with this company yet, right? no he was with another with company, company no. uh, and 2017 and uh, okay, I won't review what you're working on later. You're gonna, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so he was, he was. I, I went over to his place because I, I lived. Um, I got an Airbnb nearby lah. It's like walking distance, right? I remember five minutes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got to see him working on a project that, uh, came out on Netflix lah. So it was a, it was yeah. a series, right? Yeah, um, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, from my perspective, uh, perspective as a layman who has no idea what this is about. I mean, I don't even, I don't even. Okay, I I play the guitar, but that's that's as much as I do. Um, yeah. <laughs> I haven't played the guitar. Yeah, in a me long too. Time. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 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 what I was, what I was seeing was imagine like, um, it's almost as like somebody who doesn't trade, and then you see a trader at work, right? You see like weird screens. You see his crazy oh, yeah. weird programs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's like lines everywhere. There's green lines and red lines or whatever. Correct. Correct. And Correct. then there's a huge yeah. TV on top with the scene yeah. that you were composing the music for, right? Correct. And yeah. then you had to like play it over and over again to make sure that what you were doing was Correct. fitting into the, the yeah. scene or something like that. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So so to to an untrained eye, it's like it's magic. Because <laughs> you you literally had to to write music from your head. Correct? Correct. I mean, of course, you're given references. Yep. But what's amazing to somebody who doesn't do music or has like very little knowledge about music is, is that you are creating music from your head. Mm. Like straight out from, from your mind. Yeah. And to me, that is, that's crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even fathom like how is that even possible? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's awesome. But yeah, it's, you know... Uh, I, what can I say? I guess I guess thinking about it from the way you describe it, it does seem a little like um, magical or something. You know, yeah. I guess it's the same for me when I look at other people creating stuff as well. Um, it's a very uh, is the word nebulous for it? you know what I mean. Like it's not something Ooh. that you can pin down to like a spreadsheet yeah. or something anymore. You know, yeah. it's it's like it comes from a creative yeah. place, but it exactly. also has to so you somehow have yeah. to channel all of that. You know, into uh, something yeah. that you can show someone like, and be like, okay, yeah, this is what you want. You can't wanted. teach somebody to be creative. It has to come from them. But you can teach somebody how to write music in terms of like, you can sure. teach them the notes, but when you write the music on your own, nobody is like teaching you right, right, right. what to do. Right. Yeah. The so I think that was pretty amazing. Yeah. Can I think about it? So I've done, I mean, for me, I've done recording before, but a lot of my recording is done based on existing music. Like I, I record stuff that has Covers. already been yeah, I like covers, right? It's been written before, and of course, you can reimagine it, but it's not. I mean, okay, reimagining is is similar, but in a sense, because I think when you write something, when even if you're writing something that's an original composition, it's not done out of a vacuum, right? You're always drawing from influences, right? You're thinking, oh, this right. 
this music yeah. sounds like I can take it from this. And then that's what, I mean, I, I don't remember the, the quote, but everybody says that everybody steals from everybody. It's just that the, how yeah. you put it all together is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want your, to ask, yeah. how do you start your, when you start your layering, right? When you start your, let's say you have a, start your door, do you use what? Do you use Pro Tools, Ableton? Uh, no, Cubase. Okay, so you start with your, you, t- you start new project, right? And then you start, what do you usually start with? Do you start with the melody? Is that what you think of first? Or do you start with, I mean, I know it changes per, per project, but is it like, yeah. oh, let's lay down the beat first. Uh, how do you usually start your whole writing process? Yeah, I think it's, it's usually melody. Uh, for me, I, I usually come back to melody most of the time. And uh, these days, I usually sketch it out on a piano. Um, so even though my piano playing isn't great, it's good enough to get my basic idea down. And then, um, and then I kind of take it from there to other things. Um, I don't usually record uh, guitar or anything till much later in the process because guitar is a live instrument, whereas the piano is, uh, is MIDI, is a virtual instrument for the uninitiated. Uh, and so you can make all kinds of modifications to it uh, you don't have to commit to it, you know, whereas the guitar, you have to actually play in the actual thing, uh, you know, each pass and everything. And and if you're not happy with the idea, you have to do it again. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So it's not very efficient time-wise, but the more efficient way is to sketch it on a virtual instrument that you can just, you know, you can tweak and everything. Uh, and then, yeah, and then you just kind of go from there. Uh, it really depends on the project, uh, what what direction you hit. Um, and, and uh, yeah, some projects are more orchestral, so then you hit into those kinds of sounds. Some products are more, you know, electronic. So then you go more synth uh, type of stuff. Um, and then others are more acoustic, um, you know, instruments and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you get do you get flashes of inspiration like the next day or like at night when you wake up? You're like, oh, I, I or like you go to like I don't know. You go now you can't go out. Maybe you no, know, maybe you can go out where you are. But like you go out, you listen to a tune or you watch something and you're like reminded of this and you go, oh, I can add this into my. To this particular project, do you ever have that? Yes, yes, always, always. Uh, the the voice memo uh, in my phone is uh, is, is uh, very important uh, depository of random ideas. So I'll just sing, uh, hum ideas in, or you know, like take pick up a guitar and be like, oh, quick, quick, I have to, you know, take it down. And sometimes it, it really helps to uh, to do that because it would solve a problem that I had. So sometimes I'm, I get stuck. Uh, with uh, composition or something and you know sometimes your mind is just too busy or you're too stressed about something so sometimes when you you go away from that you go do something else and then inspiration will strike and so you have to capture that lightning in the bottle right so then you you know you take out the voice recorder and then you hum it in and then later you translate it back into into something so yes all the time man (laughs) and in terms of structure like you know you do your a b sections right do you do you usually like is it given to you in the brief or do you they Oh, okay. I guess it goes back to the whole thing where sometimes they tell you, sometimes they don't. Yeah, sometimes they tell you, sometimes they don't. Uh, compositions don't tend to follow uh, A, B. Uh, oh. So, I'm sorry if it is boring, but uh, the the A, B structure is no, uh, kind of a, a, a kind of a song, like a pop song type of reference where the the verse is A, the chorus is B. Sometimes uh, in compositions, it it's kind of out of the window. It really varies, um, especially when you're doing it to film. Uh, there isn't really an A or a B section. Uh, it's not very clear um, mm. as to what those are. So yeah, it, it really, for us, it's just what the picture needs, what the scene needs um, yeah. at the time, and then you'll just do it. Um, so sometimes today, it only requires one section. Yeah. Do they give you the video to watch? 
Yeah, yeah, of course you have to be able to watch the video to to do any kind of meaningful work. So yeah, you have to do. Oh, that's so you cool. To, you so you actually watch. So, so, so when I was there video. at his place, you could actually oh. watch the thing before it came out on Netflix, but without any music, lah, right? So without any sound yeah. effects. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So depending on what he's working on, he will probably know about stuff that's going to happen. Oh. And if let's say he's working on something big, let's say if he was working on like Game of Thrones, then yeah. obviously he will know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, but so I guess I guess sometimes it takes away the fun. If let's say you were following that, that yeah, it, it does take away the fun. Yeah. If you care about the the franchise, if you happen yeah. to be working on a franchise yeah. that you care about, uh, it it I would say it's more fun to watch it at the end when it's all done can, because you can, watch it uh without VFX. Can you so review can you like, if you are uh, working on a game or a show now? We won't ask you why uh, is it lah, but <laughs> like. Uh, I, I would say it's a mix. It's a mix of all kinds of things. Yeah. Okay. So you're not working like one project, like you probably have like a few things that are ongoing now. Yeah, yeah. There, there are quite a few things going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, do you do mostly uh, movie, TV show production? Is that usually what the clients that come to your studio? It's a mix, man. It's it's uh you know it's a big studio, so they get all kinds yeah, of stuff. Because like, I it's really anything you can think of. Yeah. I remember remote control yeah. productions. They do like quite a few video game stuff as well, right? Yeah, yeah, they have all kinds of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. are they usually for games that don't have an in-studio music team, or they just want external uh, references, external sounds? I, I think it varies. I mean, I think, you know, when I think of video games, I think of like you know, uh, Blizzard's uh, music team. They've always been kind of a mix, internal, external type of thing. Oh. So I think it, I think it varies. Like they do have an in-house team, but they always have outsourced uh, stuff. I think other games also do that as well. Mm. Um, but I think it depends. Um, mm. Yeah. So anyway, back to the original question. It's sometimes the, the occupational hazard of working in this field <laughs> is that if you happen to be working on something you care about, you have to painfully watch it go through all of the developmental stages. And by the end of it, you might not even want to ever see it again because you're so um, sick you know, of it. Yeah. You're so sick of it. Yeah. You know, can you imagine just watching it the same thing over and over and over again? Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, and, and then watching it, it, you know, imagine like so. Game of Thrones obviously has been out for so long now, but can you imagine like, um, you know, some of the scenes with uh, the dragons and stuff were not even dragons. You know what I mean? Like, so can you imagine watching and try trying to imagine that kind of stuff without the VFX in there? That's what we have to do, basically. You know, um, the VFX only gets added much. Uh, I think, you, you, yeah, sometimes you get a bit of it, but most of the time it's 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 later towards the very end that you actually get to see some stuff that's cool, and you're like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So sometimes it's sometimes it's better to just be the consumer, you know. <laughs> yeah. So so do you like now when you listen to either any kind of music, right? Usually from games or, or movies or TV series. Do you pay more attention to different parts of the comp? Because, okay, to be honest, right, from a confusion, even from a musician point of view, when I enjoy a score, I enjoy the entirety of the score, right? There'll be times where I'm like, ooh, this part is, is really rocking, but I'm not like looking to, oh, what's this synth doing at this point? What's this electric guitar breaking out at this point? Do you, do you pay more attention now? Occupational hazard, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think yes. I definitely pay more attention. Um, I think I pay a lot of attention to the the Loki score. Actually, I thought it was really good. Um, but I, I think it. I think that that brings uh, you know, the, brings up the question of 
what what is music for in 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 this situation? And sometimes it's better if it doesn't pull you away and make you notice it. I think sometimes we've done our job well if you don't really notice it, at least on the first watch, because yeah. that means it was conveying uh, what it was supposed to do. You know, I guess it's quite um, sad. And maybe you're like. That you have done your job well if it doesn't pull people away from the actual scene. Right? Yeah, yeah, there definitely, yeah, there are definitely scenes where I've watched where it goes both ways, you know. And then, and so what I think is, is a nice balance is if you can leave a little lingering. Usually, the melody will stay with you, but if you don't notice the music for the rest of the thing, but just the melody, I think that's that's a good balance. You know what I mean? Um, because the melody stays with you as a memory of the movie or the character or something. You know, when you think of Harry Potter, for example, you know, yeah, immediately I think of the yeah, yeah. But I don't think that the music uh, took away from the movies. You know, what I mean, in general. Yeah. So yeah. and then, but the melody is an invitation for you to check out the soundtrack later. Perhaps you're like, oh, I want yeah. to live in that world, but I don't want to watch the movie again for now. So how yeah. else can I do that? You know, I listen to the soundtrack, and you're like, oh yeah, this is when you know this and this happened and. You know, so I think to some extent it's it should be less distracting, um, yeah. and uh, but unfortunately for me, if if it's not a uh, if it doesn't do its job well, I I get a little annoyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly. occupational hazard, la, right? Yeah. It's like how because like my my wife she's an occupational therapist, right? So one yeah. of her job is to train elderly how to use the electronic wheelchair and scooters. So okay. it's actually part of a job. So when we, let's say we're outside, like, let's say we're in a shopping mall and then she sees some uh, someone using it, right, and not using it in the correct way, then she'll be like, I wish I could go over and tell the person how to use oh, it. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, but she, she cannot. I mean, she could, but... Yeah, I mean, she could, but... <laughs> she could. After <laughs> <laughs> you watch the, you watch, like, after you watch the series, did you, like, go look up the composer and, like, oh... Like, oh, this, this guy's... This yeah, yeah, dude's... yeah, all the time, all the time. In fact, I'm always very curious as to, um, you know, who did the music for this and that, for various reasons. Um, and, um, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, and, you know, you would... You, what? Is it a large community? Uh, comparatively, if you think about it uh, versus, like, singer, songwriter type of things, no, it's very small. Um and I think a lot of uh, once you get to like the high levels, um, is it's a quite a small field of people that get that get a lot of the projects. So you would recognize a lot of the names. So I think what's interesting is when you see a name that you don't recognize, you're like, oh, who is that? Uh, you know, what is their story? That kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah but it's quite small. That's what people are doing to you now. Oh, who's this John Ong guy? Gotta gotta oh, check him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. John, John, would you say? Uh, I mean, maybe final question, but would you say that? you are where you want to be at the moment in your industry uh i think i think yes i think it's it's been a great honor to get this gig and to into work uh here um i guess ultimately it would be nice to go off on my own and and do my own things but you know when when it comes um it'll come i guess yeah <laughs> cool okay yeah. All right, so I've got so many questions, but in the interest of time, let's move on to a part which we, I also we can, really want. We can have him back next time, and then we just do a whole episode <laughs> of just music. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh, there's so many things I want to ask. Okay, but anyway, just be just oh, be yeah. you and me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just do the logistics, and then I'll I'll, I'll make myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we we want to ask. So before we started, we actually asked John for his 
top five. Okay, so we are all fans of games, but we also like the music of games is what really sticks out with us. And I know for John, he even did covers of of uh, soundtracks from WoW, which he really loves. Yes, I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go to YouTube and search music and gaming. That's one of his channels. Or you can search John Ong. Yeah. Yes. So I wanted to know. So we asked John what was his top five music soundtracks from the games that he's played. And so I wanted, so uh, obviously we can't show, let you listen to it on now because it's on, uh, on Twitch. Know, or not, we'll get copyright strikes. So copyright strikes. Yeah. But what we're going to do is we'll actually send you the, we'll actually put some of the links. So John, when you send it to us, he also added some of the links, the YouTube links. Mm. So I also want to listen to it. Um, yeah. So John, do you want to start with, should we do like, like each one, each of us give our five, like each of us done, done like, we we give my my number five your number five Marv's number five then we go through that way. see yeah, sure. with whatever works whatever works sure yeah, yeah. you can guess yeah. you can guess mine also if if you can guess uh, mine I, then I'll I buy you it. I'll buy you my crispy you can get three out of five <laughs> my crispy John I, John I'll send it over to you <laughs> no, you can buy me you can buy me an In and Out burger thank you yeah when Ooh. when I can come la. <laughs> uh, I I would love to go back to the US but not now I guess. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Chris is like LOL again. <laughs> <laughs> I still okay. haven't given it. Okay, um, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll put a score on John and and Chu, so that, uh, yeah. we we okay. So John already kind of sent it to us. So he, yeah, he I shouldn't have, but I did. Yeah, no, no, no. no I said both of you will guess mine. How about that? Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's good. Let's do that. That's okay. That's, that's so fair. so I, I'll I'll be I'll be um upfront and honest. Uh, because I'm, you know, not a very big music person, so my choices are all very normy. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean, right? Like, I'm a normy yeah. when it comes to this kind of stuff. So, okay, uh, why don't why don't John go first? Chew, then you try and guess mine. Honestly, this, this is going to be very hard. Right? As in, as in, yeah. why don't you give your 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 fifth? You give your fifth first. John's fifth. Oh, my fifth. Oh, oh, John, John, then, yeah. yeah. Okay, my fifth is from a game called Elder Scrolls Online. It's called For Blood, For Glory, For Honor by a composer called Jeremy Sole. Uh, I think it's just a great epic uh, opening uh, soundtrack. Very very memorable melody. So I love that. Um, so I'm supposed to guess Mars fifth? Okay, why don't Ian, you give your fifth first? Okay, so my fifth is... Let me look for it. Huh? Okay, my fifth is the Halo theme song. I don't know if you guys know it. Uh, let me, let me, I don't let me know about that one. Interesting. It's, it's, okay. it, it starts with, no. What, okay, the thing about Halo is that once you hear the, the first, you just hear take the first five seconds of it, right? And it's a, it's this eerie choir. It's yeah. a choir. It's, it's a choral piece. The first ten seconds. The moment you hear it, right? At least for me, lah. The moment I hear, it, I know. Okay, it's time to play Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and if you remember the scene uh, when you first play Halo right this song comes yeah. out when they show the rings of Halo and then when it yeah, zooms out their rings, yeah. the, autumn, uh, the autumn and then you see the rings you're like you're like mind blown Bush, what's going on so I, I think it, it it sticks out to me I love songs that like soundtracks that I the moment I hear the theme song right or hear the yeah. song I instantly know I, I remember the feeling I had when I played it and I also remember I immediately know the game up I see, I see, I see. Okay, very cool. It's 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 not. It's more atmospheric and uh, experimental yeah. sounding. Actually, it's not very right. orchestral. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, like, it's not. You can't even hear like distinct melody points. Yeah. yeah. 
But I remember like when you play the game and then you there's this the, the first map you go to it's like a jump it's like when you first land in Halo, there's a jungle map and you fall into and then you hear the drum beat, you're like, Oh, I'm on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Nice. Um I know it's very hard, right? So why don't I give you a clue? Uh how do you have to guess it in order? Because I think if it, if it's in order, it's very difficult. Um Yeah. Okay, what why don't why don't why don't two of you finish your top five first and then you can guess mine. Oh, okay. So we don't have to do it in order. Yeah. Sure. So John, your fourth. Uh sure. Uh wait, let me find my document again. Where is it? I'll tell you. It's World yeah. of Warcraft. Yeah. The, the <laughs> Teldrassil's team, right? The World Yeah, 3? so that one is the, the World Tree the Elf theme. Yeah, yes. it's the World Tree theme that uh that is now burned down, unfortunately. But um <laughs> it's the starting zone of, <laughs> spoiler, of the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, it's it's the starting zone uh, for Night Elves. Uh, I think it's a beautiful piece of music. It's got a lot of harps. Um, and it's just very mystical. Um, you done a cover of it, yeah. right? Have you done a cover of it? I don't think I did a cover of this. Did I? I can't remember. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Let me check yeah. your. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't visited that YouTube page in a while, but yeah, I, I like that one a lot. It's, I love these kinds of like. You know, fair like fairy. Uh, ah, you did, you did, you did an stuff. acoustic cover yeah. of it. That's okay, yes, kind of remember. It. it was three years ago. Ooh. Though. Yeah. The part where where the vocals come in. Yeah. That that part is that part is good. It's nice, right? Yeah. 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 Ooh. I remember. I remember this because when you're a night elf and you and you're trying to kill the the saber tooth tigers. Yeah. <laughs> and you're jump jump flipping. This is the song that always plays right at the back. Yes. When, yes. When so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good piece. Okay, Ian, your your fourth. All right, my fourth is actually uh the Dota two main theme song, <laughs> so Ooh. I will I will post it here. So I play okay. a lot of Dota. Like Dota is probably my most played game, but yes. the moment I hear the this, it starts with like a huge yeah yeah you just hear like this starts with a huge sound, and then it starts. It's also it's actually very similar to Halo in the sense that it's quite uh. It's more the feeling than an actual melody. I see. Yeah, I think John's starting to see like a pattern in like, oh, you you like this kind of song. <laughs> no, but no, actually, it's more melodic than uh, the the Halo one. Yeah. But what's interesting is that Jason Hayes is the same composer that did the Teldrassil theme. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. I did some research before sharing the doc with you because I didn't know who wrote some of these. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, Blizzard is a very big. They have, a, yeah. they have a lot of outsourcing and everything with the the soundtracks, but it's the same guy as this yeah. Dota team. Yeah. Yeah. Like when it hits that, when it hits, the, I think 20 seconds, it's like, woo, then the whole drums comes in. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm ready to play Dota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. So anyways. Okay, your, your third one. All right, John, your third. Uh, the third one is another World of Warcraft one. Um, it's from the Legion expansion, um, and it's the is the is the the music that plays the epic piece that plays when you're in the loading screen. It's a ten minute long suite, um, but yeah, it's got so many. It's basically like a a suite for the whole expansion, and it goes through many different ups and downs. And I think it's just beautiful, a beautiful piece yeah. of music. Very Correct interesting. Me if, I'm, if I'm wrong, yeah. but all the wow, all the wow opening team when you load up the game. The first part, it's a variation of the original theme, right? That's correct. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just that it that's has correct. something yeah. different that's 
thematic with the expansion, correct? Correct. They usually add something and, uh, and, and then they take it somewhere else. Um, so I, out of all the ones that I've heard, I, I still like this one yeah. the most. It's so yeah. good. I mean, the, it's, the, it was the, your first expansion, la, so definitely. So maybe maybe that's why, uh, you know, I, I, I was thinking about this actually. I was wondering if maybe it's not that the music is fantastic, but it just holds a, a significance to you, you know? Yeah, like, so I, I think Chu it's fine. Is, Chu is yeah. talking about that as well, basically, when mm. he's sharing. And Marv, probably, when we, when we <laughs> guess yours. So, so, so I mean, okay, when, when we did the top, the three-by-three three thing with Chris, we did tell him yeah. that it's not just the best games of each genre, it's the best game for you. Like, sure, games that sure. have the most significance for you. So it may not be like the top-rated game, right? Yeah, so I, I guess like in this sense, because Legion was your very first WoW expansion, I would say that it definitely had a, a significant impact in terms of, you know, leaving a mark on you lah. Right, yeah. like you, you, you yeah. click on the play, and then and then yeah, while yeah. it's up, and, and then, then you hear and the then music. That music plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very. So what about it's YouTube? Very, yeah, it's very Skyrimish. There's the the male choir comes in like at one thirty three, and I was yeah. like, because it's when you first hear it, right? You're like, oh, immediately you think of the baddie, because it sounds very yeah. like ominous, right? It sounds but yeah, then ominous. Yeah, and, and actually compared to other uh, expansions, like if you hear the Mist of Pandaria one, I know I've more, heard that one many times too. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 different, right? Because it's yeah. every every expansion has their own like feel, supposed yeah. supposedly. So that one is more like, yeah. more Asian, right? <laughs> yeah, it's more yeah. Asian. It's, I mean, it was more Asian, Asian for sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that that's awesome. Uh, my third one is actually uh, the crystal theme from. I was FF. waiting for Final Fantasy to come up. I was waiting. Yeah. For, I guess, so, I'm, so, I'm guessing it's everyone's top. Uh, that's what that's what, what my guess is. But yeah, carry on. Yeah. Yeah. So so this crystal theme um, is actually not a FF seven thing. Actually, it's a whole Final Fantasy. It, it plays throughout the whole Final Fantasy. So it's if you play Final FF fourteen. Yes. This you would have heard this. This is the first song you hear when you start the loading screen when you choose your server. Yes, you I, remember I remember this. Yeah, it's it's yeah. in it's always in the starting right. Yes. Normally it's in the not, in game, right? game, not in every game, but but most um most soundtracks of FF will have the prelude or the crystal theme, like what they call it. Yeah. So I the moment I hear the dun, 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 the harp, yeah. right? I'm like, yeah. ooh, I'm in Final Fantasy land, and obviously it's done by the amazing Nobuo Matsu. All right. So you will see a theme in the in the next in the next uh few or so. Yeah. This requires no explanation. Okay, John, your your second second one, right? Yeah, second one. My second one uh, is actually from StarCraft. Um, and uh, I, I think about this theme a lot every now and then. I think of how awesome it is, how uh, contemporary it is in terms of that it's not an orchestral thing at all. Uh, it's very... Uh, uh, I guess it's rock. It's rock. It's, it's got a bit of rock, a bit of folk country in it. It's got yeah. like production elements as well. It's got like some... Uh, since really cool like organic sounding stuff I didn't understand how he did it when I was playing the game but now that I'm doing you know music for a living I understand I can piece it apart in my head and I think all oh, the decisions that he made creatively were very cool because it wasn't uh, traditional you know he didn't follow a template it was very creative you know all the sounds that he chose and everything um, so yeah it's a Starcraft Terran theme so there are many themes there's the dessert mm. theme uh, Protoss and there's a bunch of other music but uh, the Terran theme really comes back to me because it's just so cool um, as a piece of music I think it still stands uh, on its own today um, because of how unique it is uh, mm. yeah yeah. 
That's really cool. I, I never really thought about it. <laughs> the the comment first YouTube comment says South Korea's national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed, yes, uh, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, uh, yeah, that's cool. I I think I remember this not because of StarCraft One, but because I think in StarCraft Two, the first scene where uh, Jim Rayner is in the bar, I think they play like a version or a remix of this. Oh, probably. So yeah, probably. there's that whole country, uh, folk country rock theme. Yes. Yes, the Terrans are very like earthy and ground. That was the yeah. the the sounds. Those are the sounds that they used to convey the Terrans. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, my number two. Uh, now I'm purely Japanese. Really, no, no more. That's uh, what I thought. I knew. I knew it. And I bet Mao is. Yeah. So so I my see, next I one see. is is uh, Monster Hunters uh, that Gear theme song called mm. Proof of a Hero. This is the yeah. new game, right? This is the new Monster uh, Hunter. Isn't it? This is the most. This is a new, I, I I chose the the rise uh version of of Proof of Hero, but Proof of Hero is actually a very old song. It's actually done like it's a like it's basically what the Crystal theme is to FF. The Proof of a Hero is what you hear, and the cool thing about it is that you actually hear Proof of a Hero during the Olympics opening ceremony. I oh, think nice. it came in with yeah. So they, actually, the cool thing about the Olympic ceremony is that they use a lot of gaming. Uh, yes, and anime uh, also, and anime soundtracks. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, you already have such a wealth of like awesome soundtracks. Why would you compose something? Compose <laughs> just one, right? adapt it, right? Yeah. And every country has has their own theme, right? So you might as well just like just reuse. And Proof of a Hero is like, like the moment you hear for me, like when I hear Proof of a Hero, I'm like, all right, let's just go like, like, some let's monsters. go kill some monsters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> kill some monsters. <laughs> all right. And so, and this one is different because the, this Proof of a Hero is very Asian inspired. Because Rise is an Asian inspired monster, so you mm. hear. I mean, you still hear the orchestral pieces of like the harps yeah. and the strings, but. There's also like Asian-inspired uh, instruments, which I kind of like. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I, I I bet you didn't expect this, but I didn't expect. I, I thought it was going to be Final Fantasy all the way to the end. After that, I, I, did, thought, I thought I thought so too. <laughs> but when I heard Rise, when I heard Pro Hero, I was like, oh, this is this is myself Monsanto. And I, I I recently fell into Monsanto, like I would say the last three years since Rise and World. So yeah. I it really resonates with me more lah. Maybe it's recency bias. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. I'm familiar with the Monster Hunter soundtracks and everything, but for some reason, it just you know, it's not on my mm. list at all. Like, it's not, it's really not the the style. I don't know, I, I yeah, I, yeah I, I can't tell you why, but um, but it's just how it is. Um, because you're not into it, you didn't play it. Uh, right. I did for a little while. I tried. He did. It. I he tried, did. It. He tried yeah. WoW. Oh, he tried WoW. Yeah. Um, so I've, I mean, I've tried many games over you know over the years when I can, um, but not all the soundtracks. Uh, stay with me or at least like make it on the list Monster Hunter is not a game that you play alone yeah yeah yeah, yeah. for sure uh, yeah. But, you know but, but neither is you know like Ark uh, or WoW or <laughs> yeah. it's okay John when we're retired like 60 years old then we can game together again sure <laughs> yeah Ark <laughs> 3 yeah Ark had an awesome soundtrack but I don't think it's awesome I don't think it would beat out some of these other ones in my opinion um, from yeah. From just like the the qualities that these ones have, so yeah. Okay, and your top one. My top one is uh, a surprising one. I think it's uh, from Red Alert, the very old game, oh. uh, and it's, it's a song called uh, Hell's March, um, and it's a rock. It's kind of a rock sound infused. I I can't remember if it has any orchestral elements, but it's very produced like rock track. Yeah. Um, and I I just thought it was such an epic track because it. It represented the game. It represented the Soviets. Um, you know, when you when you thought of the game, 
Um, and in recent times, the composer, uh, Frank Klepecki, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't know this, but I think a few years ago, he did a live concert where he performed the songs, uh, all the Red Alert soundtracks live with the band. And it was so awesome oh, to watch cool. because it was like a heavy metal, it was like almost like a heavy metal rock uh, yeah. concert. Uh, it was such a treat. Um, I, I think the song is really cool. And and for me, it holds a special place because I, I love the game. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. Great, great piece of rock, rock soundtrack uh, yeah. music. That, 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 because it starts with like a, a, a commander shouting something, right? Da, da, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no idea what he's saying still. I'm probably someone that can it. Yeah. The, the comments are so we, funny. We don't know, we don't know what he's saying. Maybe we don't want to know what he's saying. You know, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Like, is he shouting in Russian? You think he's shouting in Russian? I don't know. Did does the comment does the comment say? I don't know. I don't have it open now, but yeah, it's uh, the comments are so funny. The comments is like unit lost, unit lost. Yeah, unit yeah, lost. yeah. <laughs> it's all from the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's oh, a great. That's a. I never thought about real life, but now that you, now that I play, I'm like, oh, dude, I still remember like playing this game and hearing yes. this soundtrack. Yes, I still remember playing it too, and. You know, like like what I said, maybe the maybe the music isn't fantastic per se, but it's just the association it has. Um, uh, these days, I'm more for like what's unique, what stands out. You know, so I think mm. some of these some of these music pieces mm. actually stand out for me as very being very unique. Um, mm. so, yeah. Yep. Nice. That's that's a drum roll. What what's your number one? Uh, my number one is uh, probably not going to be a big surprise, uh, but. Uh, I chose this song called To Zanakin. It's a FF10. Yep. Uh, I think FF10. everybody knows. Yep. Yeah. Yep. If you're a gamer, so, you don't know this. No, I was I was debating between To Zanakin, uh, whether it, it, it's at the top of my list or not. But then I realized that I really... Like, this is one song where at the moment I hear it... Uh, there's, there's another FF song which at the moment I hear it, I already know which, F, which numbered FF it belongs to. But when I hear to Zanakin, when you hear to first hear that, it's a song that when you play on the piano, like that's enough. You don't even need anything. Yeah, yeah, just I'm, the, here. I'm listening to it now. I'm listening to it now, yeah, yeah. yeah just yeah. the melody is enough to like make you remember the memories. And okay, spoiler for those of you who never played FF10 before. But basically the ending of FF10 is that Titus, Titus, like he disappears, like he dies, like to save, uh, he, to save uh, Zanakin, like, basically. Yeah. So so th- when they, and then when they play this same soundtrack at the start and at the end when he dies, you're like, oh, it hits you in the fuse. Uh, yeah. So this is my uh, yeah. I I have two honorable mentions and I don't know whether you wanted to to go through that, but for my two honorable mentions, uh, I'll just go to really quickly. First one is the Soul Mario theme song. So the oh. right. And so I remember when I was like when I first learned guitar, I think the first. I heard a, a friend play this on the guitar, just the melody. Then, of course, edit with some chords, but playing mostly the melody. And I was blown away. I was like, that's, that's a song I want to learn how to play. It's difficult to play, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it goes all, all over the keyboard, right? Uh, all over the, the fretboard, right? There's a lot of mel- notes. Huh? Um, so that's number that's one. And the other one is called Liberi, Liberi Fatali. It's oh, actually, FF8. I think, FF8. Yeah, yeah FF8. Liberi- the one with the right. yeah. it's a super choral place, yeah. yeah. No, no, wait, no, wait, yeah the... You already know. <laughs> yeah, so this is my, my other one. It's very orchestral and very choral. Uh, but I think that's I think it's also by Oimatsu. So that's his style, I think. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, nice. Okay. Anyway. So it's my turn now. Yeah. It's finally my turn. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let John guess. Okay. But uh, I... I was thinking we, we do it this way. So I have five, obviously. <laughs> um, I have one honorable mention. So six. Yeah. Okay, I'll give I'll give a clue. And then uh, the f- both of you can just say what, what you think it is. Okay. Okay. So, okay, for number five, I'm going to... I'll say it's... The clue I'll give is Nintendo. <laughs> so both of you can give your answer and then I'll say who's correct. You, you go first, John. You're the guest. I'll give you an advantage. I mean, I would say Super Mario, but, you know. Yeah. I, I'm going to say the Zelda, Zelda theme, so... Okay, so Chris also said it's a Zelda game and all of you are wrong. Oh. <laughs> okay, let I me just make it. Animal Crossing? Okay, I'll give you, give you a second as uh, uh, a chance, another chance. Okay. Both what's, of you. What's the price? Mac, Mac, Chris, Mac Spicy? Yeah, okay. uh, FedEx and Mac Spicy over. Okay, okay. Nintendo. That's not... Uh... Come on. Come on, guys. What Sonic? do we play as Is kids? Sonic no. Sonic. Sonic Sega. Sega. No, Sonic. Uh, unless you tell me it's... Pokemon? Pokemon, yeah. Is that your final answer? I guess so. But Pokemon is not really Nintendo. Le. But okay, like, I guess you can call it. I mean, you play it on the Nintendo, right? Yeah, oh. but yes, it is. It's Pokemon. <laughs> And it's not just any Pokemon, it's the red and blue. The uh, original. Yes, correct. The opening, correct. That's right, that's right. That's exactly what I'm thinking. The, the final. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that, that one's like really iconic. Yeah. I mean, if you were you were a gamer from our our time, the, the yeah, 90s, know, right? The, the 90s, you definitely know it. Yeah. So the funny thing is, I, I never actually owned a Game Boy. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. played Pokemon on emulators. Okay. Yeah, so, um, you know that's a that's a piece of my childhood that I wish I could rectify. Thanks, mm. mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tell you what, I'll give both of you, I'll give both yeah. of you one. Okay, so both of you get. Hold on, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> just change your score. No, now I'm listening to the soundtrack. Yeah, after it's good, right? Pokemon. It's good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember it. I it's remember so iconic. It. Okay, um. Number four, number four. Okay, how do I give a a clue? I think it's a bit obvious if I give a clue, but I have to give a clue, right? No. Uh, okay. I, I, okay. I know. I know. We can, get, we can both get it wrong. <laughs> the clue is cardboard box. Oh, that's too easy. Too easy. Ah, really? Oh, John doesn't yeah, know. Yeah. No. John doesn't know. I didn't know. I wow. I didn't know you were. You, okay. I'm gonna. Then I guess because he doesn't know. Your MGS soundtrack. Yes. Oh, Metal Gear Solid. Oh, no. Yes. So, uh, what I have is the the main theme of uh, mm. MGS. What does it sound like? I'll just send it to you guys. Yes, and Chris got it too. So, <laughs> I so mean, I, I have, have you have you heard it before? I'm sure you've heard it before. Like. Do you do you play MGS? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> right, right. So that's pretty iconic. Yeah. yeah. So John, you never played Metal Gear, right? No, no, no. Yeah. So I, the... I played almost Sorry. all the Metal Gear, except so ironically, I played almost all the Metal Gear except the latest one. The, I never played five. The Phantom Pain one, and the, the yeah, things that I I own it. <laughs> I actually bought it. So so Metal Gear Five, Metal Gear Solid Five, 
came out as a there was a prequel called Ground Zeroes mm. uh, on the PS4 and I played that one that one was like a I can't remember it's like a couple of hours and then and, uh, after I played that then I bought I bought the actual game which was Phantom Pain right and mm. then I did play and, it. it's still on my PS now oh yeah. come on you still play it so I guess it's, it's so part good. of my back- backlog yeah so Chu I'm gonna I'm gonna give you two yeah, I think I think the the story behind Phantom Pain and Conscious is because Konami wanted Kojima to create a game in two years, and yeah. he said, "Screw you! I'm not gonna make a game in three years. Like it doesn't. My games don't." So he gave a, a a prelude. So he yeah. uh, uh, Ground Zeroes first, yep. and then after he well, he went well, to do Phantom Pain properly, right? Yeah. So I mean, he's gone now, right? I mean, no, he's not gone, but he he left the company not, already. Yeah. yeah. So now he has his own stuff. Uh, mm. Death Stranding, right? It was by him. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Um, number three. Wow. How to give a crew? <sighs> uh, but it's, we'll get it immediately. Lah. If I give a. I need to think of an obscure enough clue because it's kind of obvious. I, okay, tell what, tell what. Let, let's just guess this. If we get it wrong, it's fine. Really? No la, I, you can't. There's so many. There's so many different types of music, right? I was just gonna run through all the Final Fantasy games. Yeah, there's too many. <laughs> no, there's too many Nobuo Batsu's. Uh, okay. Um, uh, okay. I'll, I'll give. I'll give a clue. I'll give a clue. It's a. It's a trilogy. It's a trilogy. I can't, I can't see where it's from. It's a bit too obvious. No, no. It's okay. Just say it's trilogy. I think it's fine. Do you know the genre? How about the genre? Sure. I think. I think I'm not going to be able to guess this because my my knowledge of games is okay. Not so broad. so why don't we give I'll give John like the okay. Uh, yeah, why don't you take off your 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 piece and then I'll give John another clue. Um, John, it's a science fiction trilogy. Third person shooter. Okay, John, John, don't don't say what I told you. Uh. So I'll let sure. you go. I'll let you go first. <laughs> he doesn't I know. I don't know. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! <laughs> is it Mass Effect? No. no yes, it's, it's Mass Effect. Oh. Okay, but well, which, which one, one? And which soundtrack? He did. He okay. did John, did you okay. play Mass Effect? I'll, I'll, right? I'll give John the. I'll give John the point because he guessed Mass Effect. Yeah. But for you to get the point, Ian, you need to guess which. Uh, yeah. Why don't you guess that? Because I. Uh, yeah. Guess which is it, is it? Is it? Is it? Me three. The intro. Yes. Dun, yes. Dun. Okay. Not not the intro, but it's Me three. Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it the one where you see the little boy and you make it makes that uh the is it Okay, you you, you said to me, I think yeah, I think I know which I talking Okay, yes, it's ME three. It's called Leaving Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one that as you leave as you leave The one that has, has like the boy, has like the inception type of music. Has like So so yeah, John. I, I really love this piece of music. So this actually like studied to this piece of music. I like put it on a ten hour loop right. and then just like let it play and then study at home. So it's a lot of piano. Interesting. Yeah, but it, it ramps up later on. No, it yeah. has this weird that's when the Reapers come, right? There there's this huge you'll hear it later. Yeah, it's an inception. How do you study how do you study to this? I mean I, I wasn't blasting at, it. I wasn't blasting it, but there's a part at thirty seconds, right? Yeah. John, are you there yet? Uh I, I must have missed it. I heard something wait, coming. Wait, it goes like... Oh, oh, oh. It's like a super... Oh, big... oh, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you study with this? It's quite shocking to uh, yeah. someone studying in a quiet library, right? Like, suddenly have a, you know, brass thing blaring in your... 
in your earphones. But I guess you must have been like, you know, you fill out the right answer or something like. <laughs> Yeah, but I really love this piece because when you when you, if you play the game, um, yeah. basically the first part of ME three, you, uh, if not wrong, the Reapers attack Earth, right? Yeah, so it's right, right at the start, and then everybody has to leave, so you're like trying to escape, and then like the whole the whole music comes in lah. Okay, so we're tied at two two. Sorry, I can't give you that too. I mean, you got uh, ME three, but you didn't get the. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just impressed right. that you didn't get that at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, number two. Um, the clue is MM, MMO. Oh, that's yeah. The clue is thing. MMO. But, but okay, okay, fine, fine. It's a wild thing, but which, which one? Which? Okay, I'm just gonna guess Lich King. Do you know the title Ooh. of the song? I. If I can Google I, it, I, I do the title. I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess. It's actually the main theme song. Okay. Um. So uh, are those your final answers? Chris, yeah, Chris, uh, do you have a? Chris yeah, in the chat. Chris, Chris, in the Chris chat. is do definitely have, uh... in the chat. <laughs> Chris is super active in the chat. Do you chat. have a guess? <laughs> Um, you know what the main themes I'm talking about, right? Dun, 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 dun. The one like when you see the gates of yeah, yeah. So Chris, I think Chris says something like you. He says something from classic. Okay, oh the answer, the answer, and the point goes to John. Oh, dang it! Lich so King, yeah. it's the Lich King um theme. It's called Arthur's My Son. Yes, yeah, that's a good one. That's oh. a good one. Yes, yes. yeah. One. So it's the starting cinematic of Wrath of the Lich King, and there is there is oh. like a narration of. His father talking to him uh, when he was born. Yes, yes, yeah. the singing. Yeah, I remember. It was, right? it was so good. Like, I get goosebumps even now. I still get goosebumps listening to it. So good. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number two. That's a good piece, a good piece of music. Oh no, John is leading. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm gonna guess. Okay. Okay. Good. I, I'm. I'm gonna. Is your first one FF? Um. Yes, my first one is FF. Okay. You win already, lah. I don't know. I don't know no, it's, I, 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 I'm gonna get it wrong because usually my overconfidence tends to be wrong. Just like what with Chris. Is it? Is your first one one wing angel? No, it's not. <laughs> John, do you know any any FF seven music? I don't know. I, you don't know. I okay. Why don't you Why don't you Google FF seven music and then you just guess from there. You're just gonna win anyway, like anyway, because you're three. Yeah. Maybe Chris will know. Maybe Chris will know. Maybe Chris wins. Oh man, I I don't know. I mean, oh, wait. is it Aries team? Yes, it's Aries team. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, it's not One Wing Angel. It's not One Wing Angel. I was going to say One Wing Angel because that seemed like a title that would be, you know, like like the World of Warcraft song. You know, it seems so, to have. Okay. Yeah, no. Like I, I like Moimi Angel, but Aries team Aries is, uh, how do you how do you say? Because okay, when when I played it, she was called Aries, la, right? I mean, you if you played so some history is that, um, when they did the localization for Japanese to English, they oh, they, they messed up her name and they call her Aries A E R I S, but her actual name is Aries A E R I T H. So I grew up with Aries uh, Aries all the way until like. I think like recently, I think like Crisis Core. Was it a Crisis Core? Yeah, maybe Crisis Core. Like when we were like much older, then I realized that it was wrong. But yeah, anyway, so that's just some history, lah. Um, I think it was like for me, 
it was really impactful because um, spoiler alert this team like plays in its entirety when she dies yeah. John do you know who Ares is have you seen pictures of her okay, no, do you know who Sephiroth is uh, bad, big bad is it the guy with the huge sword in the black colour like cloak one, one wing angel is Sephiroth's team Yes, so I he he kills off Ares in the in the game, like at the end of um the first act, and yeah. she dies permanently. Like she literally dies permanently. She and, doesn't show up again, basically. And when you are playing at that time, so I started playing it when I was like primary five, around there. <gasps> Why you killed this Choku? And and you you don't expect her to die because, like you're playing an RPG and you have like how many characters? Like six, five or six characters in your party at the time, lah. So you wouldn't think that any of them would be killed off permanently. I, th- I would say it's my first experience of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> you invest like so much time into her, you yeah, 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 level because yeah, yeah. like, she was in my party all the way. Yeah. And then suddenly like she just dies. She gets the killed off. Dies. She gets she gets like I think she gets stabbed. She right? gets stabbed in the chest. Yeah, she gets stabbed in the chest. She jumps down. He jumps down and like like stabs her with his knife. Yeah. With, not knife, sorry, his sword. And then <laughs> And then after that, right, you're like, uh, she'll probably get revived. You know, they'll like cast like life or and then cure. Oh her, she's like, your healer. How can she heal herself? Yeah, so she's the healer of the party, right? And then when this two starts, she's gone. <laughs> like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So. Three. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, he had, had quite a profound if, impact on me at that time, lah. Yeah, it's like it's like loss, right? I mean, it's not real yeah. loss, but it's like your sense of attachment, and suddenly, like you can't, you know, yeah, it doesn't come back. And but the the thing is that to progress the game, you have to move on, right? You have to let go of that. Uh, yes. That, so that, so that if you, feeling of loss, yeah. I mean, okay, this is a bit of spoiler territory, but uh, you know of the remake, right? They they remade FF Seven. Yes. So the the end of FF Seven remake chapter one, so called chapter one, ends at like. I would say like 25% or 30% of of the first act of the original FF7 and at the end of that right like of the remake they actually the story has been changed yeah. oh yeah. does she live? Or so we, no, we don't they, know we don't know she we doesn't know she they haven't reached that point yet yeah but yeah. they review they review that they review in a way that they kind of play with time a little bit as well yes kind of say that basically the timeline has changed so she might not yeah. die so they keep oh, giving like, like visions like, of the they keep giving yeah, visions yeah. of the original game. Yeah. I see. But yeah. we are we are only like like thirty percent of maybe like the, the first part of the original game. Like this one. So there are three days la. Yeah. I so see. people are thinking, oh, maybe she's gonna live this time. But yeah. I'm feeling she's just yeah. gonna die again. But they might just control <laughs> you and just kill her anyway. Yeah. yeah. So that's my number one. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Wait. Uh, before before we you want to talk about honor mention or can we just move on? We uh, just my honor mention is Sonic. Oh, because it was the very first video game I played. I yeah yeah. There you go. Yeah. So John actually is four because he said Sonic so just now. I did say oh, Sonic okay. randomly. I don't know why. You did we say never Sonic. Talked about Sonic. Before, but, you yeah. Know, I I don't know why I said that, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. To end it off, right? I think we we've already gone quite long. So to end it off, I just have rapid fire questions. So the rapid fire question is very fast, John. I'll just give you okay. this or that, mm-hmm. and within one second, you just just say the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. okay. So this this is just for John. Okay. Then then we'll call it we'll call it after that. Okay. You ready, John? I'm ready. All right. Uh, first one: coffee or water? Water. So do you not drink coffee at all? I do, but I prefer water. Water. Okay. 
Summer or winter? Summer. Morning or evening? Evening. Melee or range? Ranged. <laughs> Combat or stealth? Ooh. Combat. Machine gun or shotgun? Machine gun. Zombie or vampire? Vampire. Ooh. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Always chocolate. All right. Hot or hot or alliance? Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Alliance. For the heart. Sylvanas or Tyrande? Yeah, exactly. Sylvanas or Tyrande? Sylvanas or Tyrande? Come on, there's only one correct answer, bro. <laughs> it's Tyrande. No, it's not. It's Sylvanas. See, waffles or pancakes? Uh, pancakes. Rice or noodles? Noodles. iOS or Android? Uh, iOS. <laughs> oh. That took a while. Beer or wine? Uh, wine. Or neither. Wine. I wine think probably wine. wine. Okay. Yeah. Ninja or pirates? Ninja. Uh, guitar or piano? Guitar. Uh, toilet paper over or under? Oh, over. <laughs> yeah. That's the only correct answer, by the way. <laughs> uh, skydiving or bungee? Neither. I, I Neither. don't have the... <laughs> the drill. Uh, rap or rock? Rock. Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Okay. That's all I have. Yay. Thank you guys for, for watching. Thanks, John, for, for joining us. Uh, we hope you have fun. Having- yeah, yeah, you have to join my next podcast uh, where we just talk about music and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> any any just any be, last just just two of us yeah. yeah just two of us Mark of the hour two two music friends music friends <laughs> <laughs> second podcast any any uh, anything you want to say to people in the chat uh thanks for tuning in guys I hope you had fun and uh yeah, I, I'm always surprised by people's, uh, you know, I guess uh, choices with music, especially. It's always fun to see what people like and for what reason. So it was, it was fun to know like what, uh, what Chu's and Marv's choices were. Yeah, it really surprised me. Yeah, it was great to catch up with you, lah. I mean, yeah. you are halfway across the world from us, so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for watching, and thanks, John, for coming. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.